Feed me more. Wrestling born in an Asian. This show's over because it's different. You know what I mean? And now it's time for a conversation with the big guy, pal. <laughs> Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy. I am the Big Guy Ryback, and I'm sitting here with the third wheel, Asian Joe. What's am, going on? I'm Asian driving now. Asian driving I finally Joe. got my car back after the whole ordeal of trying to get my AC fix and radiator. AC is fixed? AC is fixed. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's starting to get hot out here. It is definitely getting hot out here, but thank God it's working. Yeah, that's. Uh, we're going we're gonna to hear all about that here later on on the show, and we're going to start things off hot as we've been doing here lately. He's uh, eventually going to be taking this show over and uh, with conversation with Ace, Mike Malero. But Ace, how you doing this week? What's going on? It's still real to me, damn it. How you guys doing tonight? Doing uh, good. Tired as shit, Ace. I'm not going to lie. I've just been, been put through the ringer. People are testing me just daily. Amazon is just, just they're really, really, they're just slowly just... Bringing the big guy to his knees, but I'm, I'm, I'm still fighting. I'm alive. I'm here. Big, great weekend in Wisconsin. We're gonna talk all about that later on in the show. But we know our listeners, our listeners love the wrestling news, and Ace, Ace never has a shortage shortage of wrestling news. He <laughs> he brings it, just brings it, and I, I love it because it's uh, makes the show much better. So yeah. Ace, uh, he sounds a lot better too. Apparently, who's that? No, Ace. Compared to our voices, oh yeah, he's he's (laughs) taking over the show. He's confident as fuck now over there on the other end. It's just he's getting cocky, getting arrogant. He's fucking telling me he's like, I need to do the show by this time, big guy. And he goes, I need at least forty-five minutes this week. Hey, whatever you want, Ace. I'm just happy to be a part of this whole thing. I know. No, thank you, but. Anything else you want to go ahead and plug up front before we just dive right in and what's going on this week? Sure. Sure. You can find Mike Ace Malero on criticalblast.com. Um, you can catch me on Facebook and Twitch. It's uh, Facebook and Twitter at SketchNM. And uh, starting two weeks ago, I've been doing a semi regular comic book segment on the podcast to drink with Gino. So you guys want to check that out. Good deal. Eventually, you'll be, you'll click on feedmemore.com and it's just going to be a big picture of Ace. Yeah. Just, oh, God, fucking... that's terrifying for everybody. <laughs> No. Well, the good deal. So, uh, busy, busy weekend in the wrestling world. What do we, uh, what do we got going on? I'm just going to start by talking about Bruno San Martino. Yes. Uh, sadly, last week, uh, WWE legend Hall of Famer Bruno San Martino passed away at the age 82. Uh, Jericho actually had played, uh, had a good podcast where he interviewed Bruno and he played it last week. And it was, you know, Bruno was telling the story of when he grew up, uh, he was in Italy, Italy during World War II. His father had came over here. You know, when he was really young, so uh, when the Germans had invaded his town, him and his parents, um, him and his mother and siblings were actually hiding in the mountains. Uh, they didn't make it to America until Bruno was 15 because uh, he was always sick as a child, and the U.S. kept denying his visa because of the result. Uh, once he got here, he got into weights and wrestling. He became known as the strongest man in the world. Uh, he set some world records in 1959, and then uh, he caught the eye of Vincent, Vincent J. McMahon, and became a sports entertainer. Uh, pretty much overnight, Bruno became a huge fan. Uh, had a huge following, especially among the Italians, and 
know, people who felt, you know, they didn't have anybody to represent them, you know. So, um, he just, you know, he won his first world championship in 1917. Uh, he held the uh, title for eight years in his first run, which is by far the longest reign of any of all time. Unbelievable. Uh, he lost the title. When he lost the title in 1971, grown men in the crowd were actually crying. Uh, he, then in 1973, he won, becoming the first ever two-time WWE championship, and he held the title for another three and a half years. Uh, Bruno headlined and sold out Man Square Garden 187 times. Um, the star power and influence by San Martino was exemplified by the fact he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame by none other than Arnold Schwarzenegger, and that was the 188th and final time San Martino headlined and sold out MSJ. Man, just a man's man. He uh, he lived a great life, and uh, I don't think you'll ever see anything like that duplicated ever again as far as championship reigns, and um, it's uh, it's truly unfortunate, and I put a post up that uh, when I heard the news because I actually had a cool. Uh, I had only met Bruno a couple times, and uh, he was always just very polite and respectful, and always had kind things to say, and which always blew me away. And um, I remember uh, somebody shared a story with me from WrestleMania, well, my last WrestleMania with Kalisto, where Bruno was in a skybox up there watching with a group of people and after the finish of the match had actually slammed his hands down on the table and was just outraged supposedly as the story was told to me um because he couldn't understand why they had gone that direction which ultimately he he didn't know everything going on you know and, and whatnot but it just when i heard that i was like wow not that, and I never had a problem doing any of that, but just, you know, someone that always to me that, that to have the respect of someone like that, which was just, uh, I, I didn't know him outside of just meeting him a couple times, but he was always, whenever, you know, I'd come across him backstage, uh, at, at two or three of the shows that he was at, it was, uh, he always had such kind things to say and just seemed like he's just a man's man, just a wrestler's wrestler. And, uh, he will be missed, and uh, it's he. But he lived a great life, so I believe it was he eighty. Was he eighty four, Mike? Eighty two. Eighty two. So I mean that that's a lot longer than a lot of other wrestlers. That's for damn. Oh sure. yeah. So definitely. And for the life he lived, I mean he 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 was a hardworking man. He he spent himself for many 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 years. So that's uh, that's a great life. It's just it's unfortunate, you know still but okay can i switch veins uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the rock uh dwayne the rock johnson had a special surprise on friday for a minnesota high school senior who acted to the prom in a video posted on twitter katie kelsenberg asked johnson the important question will you rock it with me at the prom days later the teen got her answer the rock's voice came over to the loudspeaker in a pre-recorded announcement i'm gonna start this friday morning announcement off with a little bit of fun and a little bit of excitement you're probably thinking what's the rock doing on our entertainment system well, I'm sending a message to a very special young lady. Her name's Mrs. Katie Kellensburg. Rock, unfortunately, was unable to attend the prom because he's filming uh, Jungle Cruise in Hawaii. But as a, but he actually uh, bought out an entire movie theater. And so Katie and 232 friends and family could go watch the rampage. And he wrote, uh, all, all, all the free popcorn, candy, and soda high school kids can consume. Your, monkey's no, your money's no good here, Katie. Everything's on Uncle DJ. You know, I just like the Rock. I mean, he just seems like a guy who never forgot where he came from. Yeah, there's not a lot of big names in Hollywood who would do something like this, and I, mean, I always had nothing but respect for The Rock, you know? Didn't he just have a baby? 
Is that another? Just video? today, yeah, I yeah, today, yeah, right? today, yes, yeah. today. Yep. <laughs> I just saw the picture. Congratulations, yeah. Rock, on, on yeah. another one. That's great news on that, and that is. Uh, he's always in the times I've met him. He's always just come off really, really, really good, and um, that is one of those deals. I think too, from like a PR standpoint, I think that's just something he would do just in general. Yeah, but for it, sure. yeah. it's also a great PR move for the movie because that will be picked up by all you know, probably TMZ or any. I heard it didn't do well though. No, no, not necessarily. <laughs> well, I'm saying, but like it's a good move just for publicity. Oh yeah, that's true for sure. Just for the movie, just to get the movie talked about, even though it's just him, you you know, hooking these kids up, and that's a hell of a lot of popcorn and soda. So God. That, you would think you would think the rock would give him like healthy healthy alternatives, you know? Oh God, no, let him go, no, let him go be kids. I'm just saying that's a lot of a lot of popcorn prices and movie theater prices. Rock's gonna have to do another movie here pretty quick after that one. Well, he's well. <laughs> no, I heard I heard he's like one of the highest paid actors oh, yeah. last year. Oh yeah, he's 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 doing very well he's in doing life. Extremely yes, extremely well. Uh, it's uh, I think that's a cool story. I he's you never he's just I never I never hear anything bad about the Rock ever. Yeah. What's oh, really? funny is that, like, yeah, Rampage is one of my favorite games on uh, Nintendo. I think. Yeah, I love that one. That was, <laughs> that was my favorite game. Just such destruction. Yeah. I just that's gonna be my song of the night for our, our plugs. It's uh, "Still Hungry" by Adelita's Way. So yeah, I just, saw you posted that. It's uh, it's from that movie though. I think it's from the Rampage. From yeah. The... Oh, okay. It's uh, it's badass. It's but I love that game as a kid. <laughs> Just eating up people. Just, <laughs> my favorite is like they're, you know, like you're all of a sudden the little guy in a freaking bathtub. You just eat yeah, him up. Yeah, that is that is a really screwed up game. <laughs> it when is. You really think about it. Yeah, you're eating up, <laughs> eating people up for for health. And it was all our favorites. <laughs> yeah. What does that say about us? Jeez. I know. God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna jump on to Braun Strowman. Um, Braun Strowman did an interview last week with Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast, and it was just really interesting. Uh, the lot of things he was talking about. Uh, someone had asked him about you know, the creative staff, and he said, uh, you know, I tend to go down as one of the all-time greats. A lot of it is WF creative really hitting the nail on the head, the head that we do, and the other half is just my work ethic. I want to be the best. I don't believe in going out and competing for second best. If I can't be the best at something, then I don't want to do it. That's always stuck with me. I had that mentality when I competed at the World's Strongest Man. I brought that mentality here. If I'm going I'm to be in the WF Hall of Fame. I'm going to main event WrestleMania, and that's just the fact of it. Then they were asking about, you know, how do you feel about partnering with a 10-year-old at WrestleMania, and you know, some he's a lot of people view this as a disappointment, but Strauman was actually seen really enthusiastic. The thing is, everyone's like, you should be main eventing, but I'm like, I'm just getting started. I'm just wetting my beak right now. We have a lot more to do, and why rush everything right now? The machines behind me, the universe is behind me. Let's enjoy this. Let's have fun. Let's go out there and do it together. I just, you know, you have to admire how humble Braun comes off. I'm not sure if humble can work in wrestling, but you know, it's, you know, he has a great look, a ton of personality. He just seems like a great all-around performer. I really think there's like no ceiling for Braun if they just let him go, you know? Yeah, he's on a good track right now, and he's been booked extremely well for a good matter of time now. So, and uh, he's in that interview seems very confident, and I think it's uh, he is he has held up his end very well on things uh, from everything that has been asked of him and being put in 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 different matchups of what and whatnot. So. I think it's just again, it's uh, health and how he how he holds up and with that schedule. And I, I understand his uh, he was in a really good spot at WrestleMania, so that's like that from that standpoint, it's like the momentum continues to build. So there's no like that. He's completely has the right attitude with all that. You can't look at it any other way. Uh, 
as far as that that goes. There's only there's only one main event spot essentially, you know, uh, right. on the show, and it, it's to be figured in heavily and and to be a big part of that show in a in a featured segment that probably more people remember than a lot of other things on the show, uh, you know, especially kids. You know that 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 helps him too, and doing that with Nicholas actually helps Braun get Braun over with the kids even more, which is important. Sure. I'm sure adults like him because he's very believable. So that is, that, it's a good interview. That's, he's, he was a very nice guy. I've always, I always got along with him really well. So I think he's grown tremendously as a performer. Yeah, tonight on Raw, Booker T returned to commentary. Uh, you know, uh, it's just, it was interesting to me because you know, I grew up watching Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse Ventura. And I always think that former wrestlers make the best commentators a lot of people think you know Booker gets a little weird at times, you know, like shucky shucky quack quack. <laughs> but I, but I love that when he starts talking about why certain moves perform the way they do, or you know, once he told a story about the difference between wrestling hurt and being injured, yep. and it just like really was engaging to me. I just thought you know he made it made wrestling feel real for a lack of a better word. Uh, you know, another person who I thought did really well was William Regal. He did some commentary for NXT, and it was just very interesting because you know, Regal has a very deep perspective on why things mm-hmm. are done the way they're done. I think it's just really cool for fans to get that insight from a guy who knows what the hell he's talking about, you know? Absolutely. I always like wrestlers doing commentary, or not, not necessarily all of them. Obviously, some guys are better than others. I think Booker's great, and I think he brings, but I think Booker's really good at bringing his personality, where some guys, mm-hmm. it, it, it could be a tough transition to give information and keep your personality. I think Booker uh, is able to do that really, really well, and is, like you said, and share insight. On, on things that sometimes just regular commentators might overlook. Not that they necessarily don't know that, but they might overlook because they're just coming from a different perspective, whereas he sees it from a wrestler's standpoint. And, you know, Regal has vast wrestling knowledge and just oh, yeah. he, in, in his insight is it goes extremely deep. And I, I always, like, but I, I, I'm with you on that. I think it's um, with his fan base. He's a, such, he's a good dude, man. I've always gotten along really, really well with Booker. He's He's a good guy, man. He's... So I'm happy to see him back. I don't know what was the reasoning for him coming back for the one week. Do you know? I know he he does other shows, other places. I mean, he's running his own promotion and things yep. like that. So you know, I think Booker just kind of does his own thing. I don't, you know, I don't think it's ever really like they pull him for anything. Like that. I think you know, it's just based on his schedule is what it seems like okay. to me. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's. I have it. I'll probably catch a little bit of it later on here. It comes on at eight on the West Coast here, so it's uh. Yeah, I'm happy to see him back. That's good. Good for Booker. He's uh, it always helps to show your face from time to time. It's sort of a weird story. Uh, a tattoo artist is suing WWE over a video game likeness of Randy Orton. Oh, uh, TMZ is reporting that Catherine Alexander, who's a tattoo artist for WWE SmackDown Live superstar Randy Orton, is suing WWE and 2K Games, claiming they used her designs without her permission and she owns the copyright to the designs. The report notes that Alexander claims she raised the issue with WWE back in 2009. They offered her $450 for the rights, but she declined them. Uh, to me, it's just an interesting story. I wonder if it could have other le- bigger legal ramifications. I mean, if an actor has a tattoo, that t- tattoo appears in a movie or TV series, would they be owed royalties? I mean, there's tons of porn stars with tattoos, so I was really curious about Asian Joe or Phoenix's take on this. Um, I know I know. there's some uh, girls won't get booked because they have copyrighted, like, you know, like the Mickey Mouse ears, or, <laughs> like, they have, like, you know... They so they always have a hard time booking. Also, if you have a like even a tattoo of you, let's say a baby, like you know they have a picture of their 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 son or oh, something yeah. like that, they won't get booked. 
Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's always an issue as far as if there's any copywriting as far as, you know, tattoo goes. But anything like this regular art, not really never really was a problem or is a problem, but anything that has to do with, like, let's say Coca-Cola is tattooed on and stuff like that, we always try to cover up with makeup or try not to, you know, shoot that, that yeah. area and stuff like that. But it's really tough. Um, girls, <laughs> you know, girls with tattoos, it's, you know, there's always a stigma that, like, for a long time that girls with tattoos are not attractive, but that trend has, has changed Who lately. What's that? I said, who thinks that? Well, I mean, for a while. Oh, yeah. because, <laughs> because, like, you know, they always want to find, like, the perfect girl yeah. and stuff like that. And so, Tell me about it. You know, they want to, they want to pick girls. It's unfortunate it's based on looks. Yeah. And so they want a bit, you know, a girl that is marketable, you know, versus girls with tattoos. Because th- there is still a stigma um, with that. Okay. But, yeah, as far as, um, I don't know about this whole... Well, that I was going to tell you though, Joe. If there's any performers that want to, female performers that want to get feed me more tattooed <laughs> on their lower extremities, legally I will have no issue with that. They... <laughs> As the owner of that catchphrase, um, no, I would I would think if they offered her that money just to use it, which is, is seems like a, a I, I don't know what again what what the going rate for something like that was maybe she's just simply looking for more money and they didn't, maybe they said no at the time and legally she has something. What will most likely happen, what happens 99.9% of the times with lawsuits with WWE is they typically will either be dropped or they'll settle. And if they settle, I'd imagine if, you know, they might, they give her a few grand, you know what I mean? Something where they compensate her, uh, at a more fair price, which is still nothing to them, um, to get it to just go away because, or they're, they, they're legally, there's nothing she will be able to do. And then they, you know, she's not going to want to go to court against them. Well, the thing is, though, it's actually pending because, um, 2K Sports, who does, M- you know, the NBA sport, yeah, because, uh, they added, um, tattoos on, on LeBron James. Okay. And so, I think I read. I'm reading. I'm reading since I'm the uh, tech guy. You're still I'm the doing, tech guy. I'm doing. Yes. I'm doing, doing research. Um, I read <laughs> that um, a judge actually there was a lawsuit um, doing the full, full photorealistic tattoos that's being used in game likeness, um, and so a judge actually uh, allowed it to proceed. So if this verdict for this for the NBA for LeBron James goes through. She might actually have, have a case. Have, might yeah. have a case. Thing with that is, though, like I said, and you got to be when you, if you take the WWE to court, you got to be prepared to probably spend a little bit of money. Oh yeah, same thing and, for the NBA. Yeah, too. yeah. So, but it's again, most of the time, most times in situations like this for things, if it's for them, it's just easier to settle, and then and yeah. they, they don't lose anything. It's and it, she gets what makes her happy. Because it, it's that's all that it's about. Well, I mean, it, it's well, not about a well, She doesn't want her art portrayed on yeah. video games. Um, it's just... I also mentioned like the reason why they don't make NCAA games anymore because Ed O'Bannon, the the I former, didn't even know that. Yeah, the former uh, basketball player from UCLA. Yeah. he sued EA Sports, um, and then uh, along with other other people that they um, use their likeness. 
even though they only used, they didn't they use, use their they would use numbers, numbers, or numbers, yeah. and stuff like that. So that's why you don't. They Did don't he make, win that? He, I think they won the case because that they, makes sense. though. because what happened was I actually got a check for all the games that I played. Yeah. Because of using their likeness. Oh wow! And so I get, I got like a twenty-five dollar check. Oh, and so, but well, I think Adam Biden sued, and so that's why they're not making any more NCAA games. That makes perfect sense. If you think about it, though, because those guys are using all their, if they're using the, a likeness, and it is, you know what I mean? They're making all this money on these games. Yes. And they're not making any money. Exactly. So. Good for him. Fuck. That's, I remember those games when I was a kid and stuff. They would have, the teams were the main, when I was a kid, more the teams were the feature. Yeah. The players were kind of, but there would be like, if there was a team with a, a really good guy that played on yeah. a big name that they would have that player the, on. The, like, but. the reason why they like I think NCAA football or NCAA lost the case because when Tim Tebow played in Florida, yeah, you know, because you're not allowed to use your names, right? Yep. But in one of the playbook, it called the Tebow special. No shit. And so <laughs> that's how they got that person ain't working for EA exactly. Sports anymore. Uh-oh. So um, yeah, so that that was one of the one of one of the uh, arguments. Yeah, so it should be. I'm, I'm sure it'll settle though, one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. She'll get, I'm she'll sure get she'll, a number that makes her yeah. happy. And... But thing is, so what? So what is, does does Orton say about this though? Did he say like? I'm sure. Well, it's not his Orton deal. Well, he it's just not his deal, it, but it's, he, it's, he just it, they take photos of him. Usually, I would think they would just alter the tattoos, anyways. And yeah, just, but you would think so. They but sometimes like, try to go for like just have it as most as realistic as possible, and. uh I don't know. I, I mean, I, it is this tattoo artist, so like he's. You it's know. just that's a weird thing. Yeah, it's like it's your body, but it. Yeah. Tattoo artists, I feel like, are very possessive over their tattoos. That's true. Though. That is true. Because it's to true. them, it's art. To a lot of them, you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm, so I can understand, you know, I guess from that perspective. So. Yeah, I remember a couple of years ago uh, when they were doing video games with CM Punk, they would always edit out the uh, Pepsi logo yep. or the Cobra Commander logo because he had a lot of you know trademark. Images as, as his tattoos, so they would just edit them in the games where they would either like be a red circle or just a blank spot there or something like that. So interesting. All right, uh, last last WWE story for the night. We got um, they're releasing a DVD, the WWE Then Now Forever: The Evolution of the Women's Divas, the WWE's Women Division. Okay. Uh, WWE releasing a three disc DVD set entitled Then Now Forever: The Evolution of WWE's Women Division on June twenty fifth. Um, a lot of people have been talking about the cover of the these DVD. Was, you know, they have a scattering of like twenty five different women. Okay, but a couple people are missing, like uh, China, AJ Lee, are being mentioned. And a couple people are saying that Ronda Rousey shouldn't be there, which I think is complete nonsense. I mean, I think a big reason you've gotten this women to push lately is because of women's Rousey success in UFC. So I mean, you know, her WWE credentials might not be all that high. I think you know she's had a huge impact, and if you're doing a documentary about evolution of women's wrestling, you have to acknowledge. Uh, Ronda Rousey, you know, and you know, I, I think you know, it's, you're always gonna have those debates about who was left off. I mean, yeah, like I said, China and Lee really keep popping up, but I mean, as much as I like China, she was never really a women's wrestler. She was a woman who happened to wrestle, but you know, she wrestled the dudes just as easy as anyone else. So, yeah, that's uh, well, people are always gonna bitch about something. Then there's just too many people on this planet, and not a lot of people are happy. So, rather than just celebrate, oh, they're doing a DVD and featuring the women. They were like, well, wait, let, what can I complain about? So then they, they yeah. then start searching for things to complain about. So um, you can obviously can't put everybody on a cover uh, of, a, of a DVD. There is only so much room. And I think 
WWE has a uh, a lot of money invested in Ronda Rousey, so they are going to feature her because they are they are going to get their money out of her one way or another um, with everything. And that's uh, you could always say, well, there should be this person, that person, and um, they're of course they're going to feature their current women's roster because their current women's roster are bringing them in money right now. So sure. it's again, and, and there's, there's issues with, you know, with, you know, with AJ and when she left and, and I don't know the specifics of everything, but it's like, it's like when I left, I walked out, I wasn't happy over or things, you know, they, they took me off of different things or don't use, you know, that's the way that it is. And it's, so it's uh, unless you have a, a, a good relationship with them and you leave, on good terms, which I tried to do, which I've talked about, but it just, it wasn't happening. So, but I, it's again, I think it's great there. It's a way for them to make money. Ultimately is what it is, is it's just a way to make money for a business, but it's also because the women's wrestlers, I've said before, have always been great. It's not, it's just, they're just now highlighting it in a different way now. But ever since I was in the system, all the women's wrestlers were able to wrestle the guys. And like, there was never, you know, Mickey James and Beth Phoenix and Serena Deebs. They were like they could they could literally train with the guys and do all the things the guys were doing. They didn't get special treatment. They did drills with the guys. They did hip tosses, tackles, and wrestling, doing full matches with the guys. And it was, I to me, it's just I think it's just a way for them to make money now. And it's it's smart from a business. You want to make money as, as many different avenues as possible. And I think they have found a way to make even more money with their women performers now. So it's uh, it all makes sense. Uh, we've got a little impact story here. It's about Tyrus, or, you know, he used to be Brodus Clay. Yes. Uh, Tyrus announced he was departing from Impact Wrestling. Uh, he wrote the following on Instagram, 2014-2018, uh, I've been a part of Impact Wrestling. I've worked with a lot of good people and for the most part enjoyed my time. Having said that, as I've grown, they, well, um, change is good. And there's definitely been a lot of times, a lot of change. And say, after much contemplation, it's time for me to move on from Impact. Creatively, we just don't see the eye on anything. And I've beaten uh, the real... Uh, EC3, so I'm good. I wish them well in their future endeavors. Enough said. Um, I'm just curious, is he going to be end up in the WWE, back in the WWE? I mean, you know, I've seen him as Tyrus. You know, he's done his acting gigs. He just has this great monster imposing presence. You know, it was always weird to me because when they kind of were teasing him at de- debuting WWE, they kind of teased he was going to be a monster, and then he came yep. in as, you know, the Funkasaurus. Uh, you know, not knock on Brodus. He, he did everything he could to make that work, Absolutely. but it was a gimmick with a short shelf life, and it sure as hell it's a match what he could do in the ring, what he's done since, you know? Yeah, I don't know the. There's something was going on with all of that, and I don't know the specifics, and so I can't really comment on why. I remember being there, and everybody, we all thought he was debuting as a monster, and then everything changed. What seemed like just complete 180 on the whole whole thing, and that happens. Things change, and why that changed, I don't know. But again. And I look, and then I think I debuted. I think he debuted shortly before me, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And then I debuted. So again, you look at the way things pan out. Is like, could it have been they didn't want to debut two monster type characters at the same time? I don't know. Were there other things going on? I don't know. He, but he is extremely believable in that role. I don't know how old how Brodus or uh, Tyrus, I should say. I believe is in his forties. Am I? Oh, in, really? Hold on. Let me, he is. He's let me not. Check. He's I mean, Asian Joe. Are you able to pull uh, the Brodus Clay? 
his check his age, Tyrus or T Y R U S oh, or Brodus Clay. Brodus. It should bring up a page on him and uh I don't know what his relationship is with the WWE, but I do I know he trains at Cena's gym with uh, Rob McIntyre still. I th- I believe or he was pretty regularly. How do you spell his name, bro? B R O D U S Clay C L A Y. 45. That sounds right because yeah. I remember when we do the international tours, WWE, everybody gets a sheet uh, for like when you're going through the airport or for, for customs. And it has everybody's real name and birth date. And I remember when I saw that, I didn't, I didn't know that. I always thought we were all, you just always assume you. everyone's around your age unless you know they're like a lot younger. Uh, but yeah, I remember thinking, oh, he's, he's a little bit older than us than some of at the time. But he's... Uh, he works extremely team. hard. He's lost a lot of weight in over the years from what he was. And um I thought he did great in the WWE as Brodus Clay. And he was I think he was he was extremely popular. I think had he been booked better longer term, it, it, it he would have been there a lot longer. Um I know he probably wasn't happy uh towards the end either. And it's it's hard to be when you're not getting if you, when you're being put in positions to go out there and have short matches that, that aren't featuring you at all and after you know it, it, it's tough so it's uh he always played ball though he always did yeah, i remember having to wrestle him and uh i'll never forget this actually i it was uh when him and uh tenzai were teaming up what was the, their tag I name? I about that. yeah, yeah they, uh, uh, <laughs> i don't remember but uh tons of tons of funk i think it was tons of funk um they <laughs> Which I thought Tenzai did a great job at just adapting and having fun with it. And I know there was, I was supposed to have, I think, a either a singles match with one of them or a two-on-one match as Ryback when everything was like that first year when we were rolling hot. And I remember they wanted me, I was I had something wrong with me. I remember this is when I had to like say something. Uh, I wasn't feeling good. And I don't remember. It was like, it was an injury wise, something like, and when you're up there, you have small injuries all the time on things. And, but I was picking, I think the two guys up, you know, a couple times a week, we were doing that every week doing four. This was when the schedule was five days a week, like the first two years. And for whatever reason, I just remember they wanted me to shell shock both of them, not at the same time, uh, (laughs) but one and then do the other right after. And I remember it was, I don't know if my back was bad or something then at the time, and I just remember, like, thing. I was like, I am going to fucking kill myself tonight. And I remember talking to them, and like, we ended up they we the match it got scrapped. I remember we went a whole different direction for the night. But I remember even thinking, like, from a booking standpoint, with how both those guys were, like, a two on one match didn't seem. It would have been great. It would have been great for me. I get it, and you know what I mean. But just from what it, it didn't make a lot of sense because they were so goddamn big that, uh, and they, they were monsters, and they're you know believable monsters in their in their own right so i don't know if he'll ever be back i, I mean i mean you never you can never say never with anything so okay well our last story tonight's about scott steiner uh he recently took part in the impact wrestling media call and uh he was talking about basically uh how scripted promos ruined wrestling he was saying uh it's some of the worst stuff you could do is curb someone's way to express their feelings express their character and who they are for the idiots who script interviews to me that's a travesty you're left with cookie cutter characters uh, by the way, a little note on Scott Steiner. Last night, he uh, won the tag titles with Eli Drake. He even hit a top stoke little Frankensteiner. I mean, you know, oh, he's still pretty damn good for his age. And, you know, uh, 
he's been beat up over the years, but you know, when he did that move last time, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, but, I know, just did a show with him, which I was going to talk about. I He was on the independent show, the ACW show in Wisconsin. He went out there and had oh, like cool. a 20 minute match with somebody. Damn. Yeah. He went out there, like, he was going. And uh, I was my first time ever actually meeting him, too. And, uh, so, um, sorry, I'll let you continue. It's just throwing that out there, yeah. though. Uh, you know, it's, I actually met Skyner a couple of years ago, and uh, he was, you know, a lot of people used to say you, his ring persona is very different from the way he treats the fans. I mean, he could not have been cooler. I mean, you know, he was very polite and cool and just, you know, really nice guy. But, uh, but you know, what he's talking about, though, you know, you hear these complaints a lot from the older wrestlers. Uh, the rumor we always hear as fans is that things are really tightly scripted these days. So I kind of wanted to talk to you about that. Um, was that true when you were in WWE? Was the, was it tightly scripted or? Yes, it's, uh, and that's the way that it is now. I, I, Often, there, I, don't, I shouldn't say oftentimes, there were several occasions where you th- I would throw my own little thing in there and, uh, and Vince, and he, he, they don't like that. And, they, they, so you, and then I wouldn't have a promo again for a few weeks. And like, or, so, you know, so it's, um, I agree that it, it's, from a wrestling standpoint, you, you, you want writers to be able to help you come up with ideas. Because it make it definitely makes the job easier, but and again, I don't know if that's forming a relationship with with a writer. I had different writers all the time. I never just had one guy my whole time. You hear like Jericho talking about like he had Jimmy Jacobs for a year and things like that. And I know Kevin Owens had Jimmy Jacobs all the time and things like that. Like I had different writers that actually were gone. Like they'd be fired after a while, Jeez. probably from me. The, uh, <laughs> no, but so it doesn't make, it didn't make it easy to like, I always got along well with all of them, but you oftentimes just get handed a, a, a sheet of what you're saying and, and they, they prefer you to stay. And I know the first couple of years up there, they used to want you to recite it back to them word for word or as closely as possible. Mm-hmm. And I had some, that first couple of years, some, some pretty lengthy promos and it would, I would have to just go find a quiet spot and memorize them. And it was, um, so these are just promos, but what about like when you're like actually interacting with that? Yeah. That's, so that's all scripted yeah, too. Yes. And it's again, I don't know what the, the reasoning for that is. I don't know if it's to have complete control over everything. And so a guy doesn't go off and say something and with a sponsor, but again, most of the guys all kind of know what to say and not to say anyways. Right. Um, it's really, I understand what Scott's saying completely, and I agree. I think I understand why older wrestlers, because it was different for them. And I think it is, I think you need to be able to go out there. Some of the best reactions I ever had was when I just said my so it, own thing. Yeah, it was improvised. And, but, and I would get in trouble. So, and it was never anything that was like bad. It was just, it's like, so what do you do? And, uh, I, I actually have, I remember, do you remember that ambulance promo I did on top of the ambulance, Ace? Yes, I so, do. <laughs> so, true story on this. Somebody will tell me I'm lying. I'm sure, but the because they know everything. <laughs> uh, they, I had to memorize this long promo, and I got it really, really late in the day. And it was when I was heel, and they changed the promo. Why they changed it? And it, it was it was 30 minutes before Raw went live. Oh, I'm the opening shit. segment coming out in an ambulance. In, in the back of an ambulance, uh-huh. kicking open the doors, or opening the doors gently probably, and like making it look like I kicked them open. And uh, and then climbing on top of the ambulance and doing a live promo to kick off Raw, standing on an ambulance in front of all the crowd yeah. uh, on the, by the stage. I'm in the office 30 minutes before with Vince, and 
Um, God, I, I can't. Two other writers, and uh, they changed the entire. They're changing it, the entire thing. And I'm like, are they just messing with me now? And because I'm not going to have time to memorize this. Yeah. This was like several pages. So they, they were typing bullet points. So I ended up by the end of it, it was either two or three full pages of all bullet points. Just imagine, just yeah. top to bottom, top to bottom, top to bottom, and completely different than what I'd memorized all day. So one, I'm just like, well, fuck, that was a waste of my time. Earlier. Yeah, no kidding. And then, but I, they, they literally hand it to me five minutes before we go live. So I'm in the ambulance <laughs> with my cell phone. It's pitch black in the back of an ambulance, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah. I have, I'm trying to read these bullet points with dark. my phone. Yeah. And I just remember, I was like, I picked one in the beginning or a couple in the beginning, a couple in the middle and a couple at the end. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm just going to have to fucking just go fucking say whatever <laughs> comes to the top of my head. <laughs> and it was, I, it was the most fun promo I've ever done. It was the most stressful thing I've ever done. But it was the most rewarding thing because it was, I ended up filling the time I had to yeah. fill. And, but it was, I even went off on like some tangents because I, you're just, you don't want to ever stop or like you want right. you can, but you want to. Because it's live. Yeah. Yeah. And that was where I really, I think I first attacked the fans where I like, my uncle texts me because <laughs> I said something about overweight people. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and my uncle, because my uncle, my uncle's a great guy. He's always been overweight. And he's like, was that meant for me? <laughs> but, uh. It, but it was it was so exhilarating because it was just me. Whatever it was, real emotion coming out. Yeah, and I was in the like. It was. I enjoyed that promo more than anything else. As stressful as it was, and maybe that was the whole point of it. They wanted me just to go and do because there was no way. I I, I don't think with five minutes that any human being could have. There's absolutely no way to all new bullet points than what no. we just already had, where I memorized all Especially the. Especially with no rehearsal and no, it's like usually you, you do to have rehearsals. Yeah, you have and rehearsals. Stuff the, yeah. So and again, that could have been that could have been one of those moments where that was a test. I don't know. Yeah, because so you wait. How long, how long were you? How long you were in WWE when they gave you? That, that was my first year. First year for, as Ryback. I'd been in the been with them for yeah. a while, but it was that was as, like as Ryback, and I okay. just turned heel and I was doing more and more promos. So it was a it was a great. It sounded experience. like a it sounded like a test. There's absolutely no way. To yeah, do that you know, and, and a lot of that's to see how you handle yeah, things. Yeah, I and, think or I, to mess with you, it could be and like because if it's bad, they don't give a shit. They'll laugh. Vince yeah. laughs at the bad yeah. stuff. He's yeah. seen so much. He doesn't give a shit. So wait, so after after you did the promo. The writers and, and Vince, Vince came up he to loved you it. Okay. Everything was was like I, he loved it, and okay. it was it was so I I don't know and I because I'd hit a lot of the bullet points that I I saw on the sheet that as they came to me, yeah. but it was definitely not in the order that they gave. Did me. Did he say why they're changing it? Or I don't know. Just, I don't. Like, no, we're changing it. Things change all the time, though. right? It's but again, most of the promos for people to understand, it's not the wrestler's fault. It, it's no. not, and I I've heard a lot of old timers. And they're not happy about it. it, it and it, most of them, I think, know it's not the performer's fault. It's in like and from personal experience, from going off script at times, I've gotten in trouble, and then you don't get promos for a while. So it's like you, it's like it, it's you're reprimanded. Right. So what do you do? You know what I mean? It's um. So yeah, I don't know. I I understand where he's coming. I I agree with him. It's but I think there is. The best thing to do is if you are a performer and looking now, like if I if I was ever back there ever again, I think I would try harder at having a better relationship with my writer so that I could get more of my personality yeah. onto that. But oftentimes, and I always talked with my writers, 
that this is what Vince wants. This is what Vince wants. This is that's the old, the go to all the time. When so then you have to go talk to Vince to get something changed, mm-hmm. and then you find out that that's not what he wanted, but that's what they say to try to avoid any conflict. And like they're just trying to do their jobs, and they want to make their day go by easier. And like, but nobody's ever going to be invested in your character as much as you are. And so, and it's, but it can be defeating at times because you are, no, and I've, I've gone into Vince before too. And he, no, I want you to read it word for word exactly how it is. That, that healed the promos too at the end when I, when they turned me against Kalisto there, uh, there was a promo they had me do was, there was a, a movie that came out about priest raping boys. What was that called? Jeez. The, raping boys. it was a couple of years ago. It was it's like a, a documentary. It, no, it was a big movie. It was like in the movie theaters. I had never heard of it. I had no idea what it was. I didn't even know what I was reading. I because I don't watch a lot of movies anymore, and especially at that time, being on the road full time, it was. Um, I can't remember. Spotlight. If it, Spotlight. Okay. Yes. And if Michael somebody, Michael Keaton and Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. So it was me referencing this movie Spotlight, which okay. I had no honest. I swear to God, I when you're there and I was already so unhappy. I'm just read. Okay, I'm just fucking reading this, and I did it word for word exactly what they wanted, and I remember like. People were like just outraged that it was uh, the promo was so bad, and it wasn't anything I delivered, it, but it was the words that I said, and it just made no sense for that whole thing. And that was what I was told. They go, Vince wants you to read that word for word, and I did, and that's what it was. I remember Jericho came up and just was like, he was like, wasn't happy, not with me, but like that somebody actually gave me that to read, and I go, that's what Vince wanted, and he goes, oh, it's what do you do? That's it's just the way that it is. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I, and I don't know what from a, like we've talked about their, their corporate structure and, and the different things. And I understand wanting to control things to a certain degree, but I think you got to let wrestlers show their real personality. The fix on all of it is, is maybe just trying to have the best relationship possible with the writer so that you can, you can possibly get your ideas onto paper mm-hmm. and approved and out there, and even though you're memorizing, it's better to memorize your own words than somebody else's. Exactly. So that, yeah, yeah. to me, is maybe the happy medium between the two uh, in this day and age in professional wrestling. But it's that's why I like doing the independent shows. And it's, you can you could literally go out and say everything you want to say. You could put whatever message out. And usually after my matches, I like to just say a little something to the fans and, and send a message to the kids about just being good people and treating people the right way. And like, and because yeah. I I. I really feel that's important, and it's. Um, they see me out there kicking ass and being physical. I think it's good to show. Look, guys, let's be good people. Be good kids. Be good kids. Listen to your parents. I like sending that message out on that where I have control over it, and and then dance to Madonna, and then dance to Madonna. <laughs> yes, but uh, that was awesome. <laughs> to put that in there. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, I don't. It, it's just the way it is now. But it's it, Steiner's not. He's not wrong on that at all. It, yeah. And a lot of I've heard Austin talk about it, and a lot of other guys, and. It's uh, wrestling has evolved and changed, and again, from a from a public company standpoint, I understand them wanting to have control over things. So it's just a matter of you got to try to know what the system is. And and again, if you're in, if you're in shit and like me when when I was on my way out, there was nothing I was going to be able to do outside of going and just doing a promo. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't have got approved and it wouldn't have aired anyways if I went and said. Because it was a pre-taped promo, right? So it's just like you do what you're told, and, and that's. What about? Did they have any say of like on your trademarks and stuff like that? You know, like 
Well, no, usually they own all that stuff. They, so they own. It doesn't matter if you, but I, I had trademarked that stuff when I was when I was That's there smart. because I created it. Yeah, yeah. They weren't they, they weren't thrilled about that. And, right. But it's not. <laughs> I don't think that Brock owns all his stuff. That's cool. That's you should if you yeah. come up with it, you should. And it's not a matter of trying to get over on anyone. It's 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 called being a smart businessman. Yeah. And it's in, in investing your in your brand, and it's uh, that was. You just gotta. I wish more guys were like, but I understand the other flip coin of it. When you don't have money or power or anything, you you kind of just go with the flow. And yeah. It, it, I, I've been on both sides of the coin, so I get I completely get it. But it's if you have any say whatsoever, I. I you would want to own your stuff just for things moving forward, mm-hmm. you know, outside. So when your career is over, whether it's five years, 10 years, two years, that you could still use your brand and, and make money unless they came up with it, then that's an entirely different, they should own it then. Right. I, I'm completely respectful of that. Like if he, Undertaker, you know, if Vince gave me the Undertaker character and you know what I mean? Then mm-hmm. that's that. I understand that that you own that. That you created that. You that was your idea. I get it. So, but good deal. So that yeah. does it for the wrestling news, then, Ace. I had one last thing I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. <laughs> uh, last week on Instagram, you uh, were showing your snow globe collection. I just want to <laughs> say I thought that was really freaking cool because uh, when we travel, we usually do shot glasses. So ah. I just thought it was cool when you're showing every city you go to, you get a snow globe. I just thought that was really cool. <laughs> Thank you. I actually have to write them all down in my notes on my phone because I can't remember all the cities because I've missed out on quite a, Like, I'll be in a city and I'm like, do I have a snow globe for this? Uh-huh. And I've bought the same one a couple times. So okay. I quit. Anytime I question it, if I don't know for sure, you just buy I don't buy it. Oh, you don't buy I it? I quit because I did it and I bought a couple of the same ones. I'm like, fuck, I can't have two of the same two Philadelphia sitting is on it, there. Is it from, do you get it from the airport or you go for Airport. Oh, okay. And I have to be there and buy it because, like, I, so it's, but Ace, I, I understand the shot glasses because that's the one thing most traveling. Yeah, most people do. They, stores and all airports yeah. either have shot glasses, snow globes, or like magnets yeah. or something. And I just went with the snow globes because I liked snow globes as kids and as a kid. And uh, but I have to. Uh, I'll never forget going through the UK. We went to, I think we were in Barcelona. Okay. And uh, I got a really cool Barcelona one, and it's the only time I've ever been there. And going through the Heathrow Airport with WWE, it was a little bigger than the normal snow globe. Oh, no. They said it was too much liquid. And I go, come oh, on. Shit. I go, it's a snow globe. They literally took it in front of me and threw it in the trash can right in front of me. I thought I might have oh, I. Oh, wow. If you ever see me when I get angry, I go, I could be completely cool and calm and collected. Yeah. <laughs> but when somebody does something personal to me, yeah. and the guy looked me in the eyes and threw it away, I wanted to fucking kill him. And But I'm in the airport <laughs> yeah, and, and in no another way. country. Yeah. And I just remember I went off on them, and I it got it got a little close where they like they were like okay no more yeah and it was us I, I didn't give a shit what about like throughout my goddamn snow globe asshole did they have snow globes for places that's like really hot there's never snow like, uh, I didn't like I couldn't find like, one when we went to Abu Dhabi Abu Dhabi I, wanted, yeah. I, I thought they'd have a sand globe yeah uh, they didn't. Uh, <laughs> So I, I need to, uh, I was like, that was one where I was going to cheat, where I even looked online and tried to find like an Abu Dhabi, uh, and I couldn't find oh, one. Oh, no, yeah. Anyone in Abu Dhabi wants to send me a snow globe to the P.O. box, <laughs> I would be more than happy because I've been there multiple times. Right. And um, Yeah, you would think they would, I don't think they would have like, oh, wait, do they have a Vegas snow globe? Yeah, I got a Vegas okay, one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Every, oh, in the Vegas. States, they're everywhere. They, yeah, but I was always curious about like really hot places. Yeah. Like, you know, the Sahara, the yep, desert. Yep. Or oh, I got like you, yeah. It's uh, so thank you. Yeah, and I try to have something. I can't. My top shelf is all filled up with snow globes. So uh, I was putting them on the bottom 
because there's a whole bottom rack down there. But little guy took one of the plastic ones and chewed uh, it up. Chewed it up, yeah. He got my New Orleans one from the other week and chewed it up. So I got to now, like, kind of, uh, have another I got to find, go get another. New or Orleans trip. maybe I'll start putting them at the townhouse when, uh, <laughs> just, why are there all these snow globes? Of a, <laughs> but. Yeah, no, thank you for checking that out. That's uh, I like to just a little something to remember later on. Yeah, where buddy, actually, we're we, a buddy of mine. We like to go to uh, baseball games and actually get a, a souvenir baseball or yep. a, a bat. It's just cool to have yeah, something you look back like on. And, remember. and then you know when times get tough later, you sell it. For yeah, really exactly. Cheap. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> signed snow globes by the big guy. Just <laughs> that's a sign. That's a sign of a hoarder. It's like ten, ten, years, ten years from now at a shitty independent show, you're gonna see me sitting at a table <laughs> and a dollar raffle, dollar raffle for a signed snow globe from New Orleans for my first couple of years gone from WWE. Who wants it? One dollar, get it and come Man, on. Tom, t- times has been tough. Yeah, right back. <laughs> Five dollars gets you two snow globes. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah. All right, Weiss, we'll let you go this week. We're gonna take a little break here, and uh, we'll check in with you next week. And thank you as always. Thanks, Mike. Good night, guys. We'll be right back after these messages. I am the ultimate Ryback, and I'm here to tell you about Feed Me More Nutrition. It is the ultimate premium in sports nutrition. Wake up unlimited energy. I take it not. Stop it, I am all the unlimited energy from the gods above my blood, my my skin. The energy is pouring through my system. The big guy, all natural testosterone booster will be giving you erections to the heavens. And if you need protein, protein built muscles upon muscles, my I'm so hungry, premium grass fed, prebiotic, and whey protein isolate is what you need. Fat, burn body fat with shell shock, extreme fat burner, the most powerful fat burner on the market today. Feed me more nutrition. Save 10% with Podcast 10. Available on FeedMeMore.com and Amazon. All right, we're back. Hopefully our sound issues we were having the last couple weeks I don't know if it's because the soundboard was left on. Yeah, or I think it's because we left it on and maybe it just it needs to be reset, shut so, off. Yeah, Honestly, it could have been that. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, hopefully it sounds good. Sounds good on that on the when we played it back earlier. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. It's because uh, Ace sounds really good. We've we got the good equipment now. So yeah, we, but then again, Ace could be taking over the show and he's just gonna of... be taking over the show eventually. <laughs> just, no. Welcome to the conversation with Ace. <laughs> <laughs> We're not no Phoenix this week. I don't know if. Uh, she's doing the show. We have. I didn't talk to her this week because trying to coordinate with her doesn't seem it's to be tough. working. And I was like, "Well, well, she's always like every time we uh, we tell her the time and it's like, oh, I got something going on. Yeah. I got something. Else. It hasn't been easy. So yeah, but I mean, she's busy. She's she's transitioning. She's always welcome to do the yeah, show. Yeah, definitely. She shows up eventually. So yeah, we'll get her. We'll we'll get a bunch of. We'll just film like 20 Dr. Phoenixes with her just to plug in just so while we get her here. Yeah. We need 20 Dr. Phoenix questions 
Phoenix, please. And then, uh, oh, man. So how was your uh, Wisconsin trip? Oh, it was good. It was, I'm exhausted. You like, still look exhausted. Yeah, dude, I told you when you came in today, I just like sat down on the couch and put my feet up and just shut my eyes for a few minutes. And then yeah. I remembered I had to message my buddy. I hadn't, didn't mess him, message him back, Voxer him back last uh-huh. night. And I was like, shit. And I was just like, I was like, just kind of, you know when you just shut your eyes and just, you don't, you don't fall asleep, but it just feels, feels so good. good. Yeah, I know. I, I did that, that last week yeah. for like 20 minutes, and it was like I felt completely refreshed. Yeah. So it helped, actually helped me just doing it for a few minutes because a uh, great trip. I got to uh, ACW in Wisconsin, Hornswoggle's promotion with his buddy Jamie, uh, his partner Jamie, I should say. And uh, we had a lot of big names on the show. We had Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner, Hurricane MVP, Sandman. Um, Joey Ryan was there. I'm trying to think. I'm forgetting somebody. And uh, Jeff Jarrett, Double J Jeff Jarrett, wow. Hall of Famer Jeff Jarrett yeah. was there and uh, signing and did sung, sung a song in the ring uh, with my baby tonight, his uh, famous song. And, uh, and then I, I took on their champion, Sadist, in the main event. Um, and we had a hell of a main event. Was it, what, how long was it? How long was I don't know. It was twenty something minutes. Okay. It was, but it was, uh, it was. We were out there for a bit. Wow. It was. Uh, he's a he's a big guy, physical guy, and fought on the outside quite a bit. Fought a lot in the ring and. Well, the main Mercedes. <laughs> but he was extremely popular. He's yeah. been like he's he was like a good guy, good guy matchup. Okay. Crowd was a little booing me a little bit at times up front. Oh, I'm sure. And uh, but it was good. It was. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was, uh, there was a DQ at the end with a couple guys coming out. I actually, I, we had the ending and I wish, cause we they did a thing. We should have had it. We, he ended up hitting me with his, uh, finish his spear. Uh, he, 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 he does a really good spear and, uh, got a, got a two and almost got a three count on me kicked out last second, luckily. And, but, uh, we were lying there and then the, the, there was like a down period. The ref started counting. It was kind of banking on the crowd maybe rumbling at that point because yeah, yeah. we'd given them a really, really, really good match, I thought. And uh, should have, looking back, should have done it where after he hit the spear, the the fan, uh, the guys come, come running out before the count could even happen. Yeah. So in the fan's mind, he had me beat maybe. Sure. And But it just, we didn't, I didn't, it's always easy to look back after something. It was like, ah, lesson learned on that one. But because uh, the ref, I, I, wasn't the ref counting when your both guys are down? The ref starts counting to ten, uh-huh. and that kills the the crowd's not gonna chant. Yeah. They're they're listening to the the chant the 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 count. Yeah. So it was a mistake on my part on that. But I mean, it was great night, and uh, he he did a really nice promo after about he met me when I was in FCW, and I forgot to tell him because we were talking talk to him after the match, and I was like, damn it, I couldn't I couldn't understand him on the microphone because in the ring, and I don't like. I just couldn't understand what he was saying, and I and so I don't know. But he was like a really nice, like I'd met he'd met me before I ever made it, right? And he came when I was in developmental, and I guess I'd said some words to him that like inspired or, or gave cool. him a different perspective on wrestling and yeah. helped him a lot. And it was like a, and I I could kind of catch the gist of what he was saying, but I didn't know that I couldn't the exact. It was hard to hear in the ring, and uh, so I'll have to. Was it before, or after? After the match, oh, after and, the match? And, okay. and then I said my piece, and the fans. We had a really good moment. Okay. And uh, it was a it was a great show. We ended up having 
I believe the number they said was 2,500 fans. Wow. So for an independent show, that is a great, great number. For that's sure. a great number for any show. Yeah. But for an independent show, that that's it, a really good number. And that's all the, the, the talent there and the names they brought out. And it was in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. I had a great time. And, and the feedback was, was all positive. Everyone really enjoyed themselves. I enjoyed myself. And I'm sore. I told you, beat up, man. Yeah. That was a, that was a physical match. Took quite a few Germans, and uh, we threw each other around pretty good. So, but it, it's like I don't get sore from weight training, but I get sore like after a wrestling match. It feels like you go through this like every little bu- muscle on my body sore inside of my thighs, my neck. Yeah, things that like I was just sitting in my hot tub last night, and I woke up way better than I was. It's just like your body gets conditioned when you wrestle four or five days a week, you, your body gets used yeah, to it. Yeah, I guess you said. And you, the, the, it just kind of goes numb. Mm-hmm. But like when you just do it once a week or you take a week off here and do a couple matches, you feel it. Like you feel how bad it really is for your body. Yeah. And uh, it's, I'd done a couple things. I did this like brogue kick to the chest where the guy, it, it, he rides the, the boot down. It looks like you're like, he kind of grabs onto your boot as you kick him in the chest. Okay. And it looks like you're throwing him through the mat with your... Sure. And, uh, but you do like kind of a pump kick thing. And I'd like overextended a little bit on my groin on that. And I stretch really good before those. Yeah, and, but it's But still... sometimes it's like just because it's not doing that stuff every night. And my groin was sore. I was like, damn it. I'm mean, nothing bad. But it's just like I took a couple days off. Just did cardio today. I took yesterday yeah. off after the travel. But dude, got in. So another great weekend. I'm going to Saskatchewan uh, this week. And uh, which we'll talk about next week. And then I'm going to Australia uh, May 9th through the 20th for five matches for a big Australian tour, which is uh, I'll do two matches and then get the week off in Australia. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, I'll have like six, five or six days, five where, days off. Where in Sydney or where? Sydney, Melbourne. Okay. I think I'm going to Wollongong. Wollong, Wollong, I'm saying, I always say it wrong until Wall- s- Wollongong. Wollongong, I believe okay. it's um, Wollongong. Somebody's gonna correct me on this. I say it every when I got there last time. I'm uh, the 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 customs lady said something. Where are you going? And I said Wollongong because uh-huh. there's an N in the name, but I don't think you pronounce the yeah, N. Okay. And she just laughed at me. Yeah. And, but she didn't correct me, and she just laughed at me. Okay. And I'm just well, <laughs> it's like, hey, fucking, hey, throw me a bone here. Yeah. Help me so I don't get laughed at again, <laughs> bitch. No. <laughs> it's like it's like when you go to like a city and you say the wrong city or yeah, that's like in the crowd. I'm the I'm the dumb foreign guy <laughs> there, just a stupid American. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm sorry, I've never been here before. Please help me pronounce it correctly so I don't say it wrong. In front of the crowd and get booed. Yeah. Which I made sure I didn't. It's, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so get this. Oh, you. I've had, we were, I was told we we're going to talk about all the problems going on with everything and just me keeping my head above water. Yeah. Just just drained emotionally. They're beating you down. I'm just, I'm emotionally and physically just spent. <laughs> and uh, Amazon plays a big part of that. Oh, but yeah. It's, I stay positive. I keep myself, I do my positive affirmations, but. Sometimes life just sends you shit sandwiches, and you, you sometimes have to just finish the sandwich, I guess, before you can get a better sandwich. But it's uh, because if you, until you eat it, they just keep serving it to you. The uh, TSA in Vegas. Have you ever you fly through the Vegas airport? Yeah, right? I have a TSA pre-check. I, we were talking about that, and yeah. I used to clear, and yeah. which that's fine. But actually going through TSA, the security, they well pre-check is a little easier. Because it, they, because you don't have to take off your shoes, yeah, you don't have to take your laptop out. I hate out that, it. by the way. Yeah, but 
the I've noticed a huge difference in the McCarran uh, Las Vegas airport. It used to not be bad. It's just getting bad. It is. Yeah. It is horrible, and a lot of it is the TSA. And I don't want to talk bad about TSA, but I travel through all these other airports, and the TSA and a lot of the other airports are so much better than the Vegas one. Mm-hmm. There's oftentimes people just standing around, not doing anything, and the yeah, they have like let's say eight or nine freaking yep. metal detectors, and only they use one like or three. two. Or yeah, something. Uh, yeah, I've seen just one before. Yeah, the line is so long, and I saw 15 people just standing there, like they were. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like yeah. people are going to miss their flights. Exactly. You, so. I fly through this airport nearly every damn week, and it's. I I prefer to just go through the metal detector. It's so easy. You yeah. Just go that that thing you got to go in the scanner. Mm-hmm. Like that thing, it's hit or miss. Half the time, it's like you're fine. The other half, you got to pat your back down. The other half, they got to give you the full frisk. Yeah. Inside of your legs, so I'm gonna use the back of my hand. I'm gonna be rubbing very close on the inside of your thigh, and you're just like, geez, I, it's, I wear the same damn clothes to the airport. I wear my athletic pants. Yeah. It's like, nothing changes. So it's like, why does this thing get set off? Like, what is this? This technology is supposed to be so good, but it, it, like, my back muscles set it off half the time, and the other half they don't. Like, yeah. So, anyways. Yeah, they said. They, they, like, I remember one time they actually said, that, "Look, if you have any like metal things, you have to go through the metal detectors mm-hmm. and not through the 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 body scanner." Yeah. Um, but yeah, sometimes it's funny because like I was rotating for uh, a girl in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And we, I talked about it. It's like, you know, sometimes I like to get pat down so I can make a little, you know, make it a little com- uncomfortable. It's like, yeah, right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. nice. Yeah. yeah. And like a little, a little smile at him. It's like, thank you. I appreciate it. To the guy, do the yeah. girls get to, patted no, down by the guys? Or no, the, the guy. No, the guy. The, oh, the guy. The guy, guy. Oh. was patting me down. Okay. And oh. I actually, it's like, oh. hey, yeah. Thank oh, you. you do this? Yes. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying your friend. I no, completely miss that. No, like I actually, because like, I actually talked about it. Like I, like every time low, I get low patted, higher, low higher, buddy. Yeah, yeah. A, little, a little lower, a little, <laughs> a little left. Can you scratch that for me, please? Please, like, thank you. <laughs> oh, so I, I get through. Um, they had to, it was the inside of the thighs again, the, that whole deal. And then the, they, two of my, I went through the newer line that had like the technology where the trays, it's like in like some of the bigger like international airports have them where they, they have the, the one through six lanes. Okay. And the, but then there's the old ones with just the belt that goes through all yes. three. This was, I went through the new one there and I'll never go through this one again because my bag's Usually my bags go right through just on the belt by themselves. Uh-huh. On this one where they go and then they can either go to the left or to the right. If they go to the right, you're fine. If they go to the left, that means they're getting checked. So they sent my CPAP and I didn't take... Cause half the time my CPAP doesn't have to come out. Half the time it does. Uh-huh. If I remember, I always take it out. But sometimes it just goes through. They don't even stop it. It's just... Yeah. So anyways, I didn't take the actual motor part. You have to usually take the motor part of the CPAP, my breathing machine out. Separately? You have to pull it out? Just take it out and set it in the tray. Uh-huh. With it. You could leave everything else in the CPAP bag. And uh, It was an older, an older woman um, that had that, and my wrestling bag got stopped. And so the wrestling bag, it was a guy that had that, and it was my boot, which my boots make it through. He goes, oh, we have to check the soles of your boots. I go, okay, whatever. Fine on that. Well, the lady that gets my CPAP has to run... Uh, She's running my, not just my CPAP, she wants to run the whole bin with my money clip and my sweater and my shoes. And I had one of my shoes that actually fallen out of the bin. Uh-huh. And I had one shoe that came out and I was like, well, can I have my other shoe just so I can put my shoes on while I'm waiting? Yeah. Because I was, I was, it was 30 minutes of being stuck waiting for them just to check. Like, and how long, like, how long my flight was like, I, I was already boarding. Oh, so I'm starting to get like, I get, I get angry because I had a long walk yeah. too. And then, so anyways, she takes my CPAP 
puts it in the, the same bin as all my other stuff, but it has everything together. Well, she goes back and puts it through the thing again, and I'm just standing there, and she never comes back to me. And I go, are you going to bring... Usually, they, they get your stuff, and they bring it back to yeah. you, and they put it all back, and then so that you can see they put it all back. She goes, no, you have to get it. So I have to walk with my one shoe all the way back around. I go get it, and I bring my thing over, and I get my shoe on, and I fucking zip up my CPAP machine and fucking not even thinking fucking she took the motor and put it in another bin and didn't tell me. So I'm in a hurry to catch yeah. my flight. I throw everything. I get finally, I go get my food. I get a coffee, get on the plane. I go to put my CPAP machine in the overhead and I notice my bag was the CPAP machine is usually yeah. and I go, no. And I realized I'd fucking zip it open real quick. Fuck. And, uh, I asked the, airport uh the flight attendant it was a guy i go is there any way you can make that you guys could get a hold of tsa and i just left my cpap machine down there the lady didn't put it back in the bag um can you please just see if they can run it to the airplane because um, we still had probably about 15 minutes before 10 15 minutes yeah. and he goes no sorry and just and i just fuck so i had to get on the phone and uh call the airport and got a hold of finally lost and found and it, they, they'd returned it to the lost and found. Uh-huh. And when I got back in, I was able to pick it so up. So basically you had, you didn't have your CPAP no, machine. No, and I can sleep fine without it, yeah, but, I, but I'm it, always a little more tired yeah, without exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. It's just not, it's ever since I got my nose fixed last year, I don't, I breathe way better than I ever did. Yeah. So, but it's just healthy to use. And yeah, for sure. I, I enjoy, I enjoy it. It makes me sleep. I sleep really good with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just that TSA. I was just like, man. Like I'm, I'm lucky that that machine was really expensive. Yeah, that uh, I was, and they tend to throw things away there. Yeah, that's why I was. Yeah, and things are like after like after like I think ninety days, like anybody like they actually have auctions and yeah. sells all that stuff. The lady when I went to Lost and Found, they have like these shelves that close together. They open up that it's just filled with stuff. Yeah, and it's just who God knows what they have in there. Oh yeah. Laptops, yeah. Like expensive things. I was afraid though somebody was going to go and say, Oh, I lost the CPAP and they would have just given them the first, Oh yeah, we just got this. Yeah. So I made sure I go, no, it's black. It has a little silver knob, this mm-hmm. and that. And I, and they go, I had the, they go, they, she goes to say nationwide medical. I go, yep, that's the one gave her my name. Please hold this. I'll be in Sunday. I'll be in, you know, I was supposed to get in the morning. I got in the afternoon because right. flight delays, but, right. um, it was, uh, Luckily, I got that back. That's but good. But it's just stressful. As soon as I got in, I was telling you, Amazon situation yeah. is still ongoing. So I got my pink lemonade is listed now. Okay. The one flavor of the of the Wake Up Unlimited Energy. So what about the cherry? So cherry still, no. So <laughs> I submit my plan of action for the lady that didn't like the taste of stevia. How, how was I? So the, like I explained this, I had to come up with a plan of action how I was going to address somebody not liking the taste of, of the product, which is just completely asinine when you break it down to that. Yeah. So anyways, they finally accepted my plan of action. And rather than approve the same product, there's two one product, two flavors. They only registered it to one product or to one flavor, pink, right. lemonade. pink lemonade. So the cherry limeade is going on six weeks now of being not listed. Not listed. Uh, thousands of dollars in sales. They tried... Uh, I've phone calls all week telling me that it was going to be relisted, that I, I, hours at a time of just hour and a half one day, 45 minutes the next day, talking, going through the system, name, address, business name, last four digits of your credit card. They have this whole thing and every representative you talk to, you got to give them all this information. 
So one lady will, tra- you always got to go through that front line to get to the next person. And I'll, even if you want a supervisor, you got to tell them why you're calling. They just can't like go, well, hold on, just go read the notes and then right. you'll know. Right. They, they want you to tell them again. So they make all new notes. Yeah. So there's just all these notes from almost six weeks now this going on. I finally get a hold yesterday of an American woman, my first American I've talked to in six weeks with Amazon, right. who just couldn't believe she's a senior supervisor, Melissa. And uh, she was just like, oh my God. I go, why is this happening? It just doesn't make, I go, I'm the one that deals with this. And I go, I go it's just, it's costing me all this money. So one, she filed a reimbursement to try to get me reimbursed for whatever the amount was of projected sales for that period. Sure. They rejected it. Amazon, because they're just, they're being pieces of shit in yeah. the whole thing. Next, they would, so the people, the other people, all those phone calls I've made the last six weeks, going on six weeks, they've all sent the thing to the wrong department and never got back to me, which they were all supposed to get back to me. So it's just imagine you go, you have an hour and a half phone call. Okay, this will be resolved, blah, blah, blah. You will hear back, never hear back. Call back the next day. Oh, we don't have any record that that even happened. What do you have all these other records of these phones? Like, so this has been going on the last week. And finally, so I had to submit another plan of action. The same plan of action that I submitted that got approved for the pink lemonade, I had to send in for the cherry limeade again, even though it's the same product. Mm-hmm. And I am waiting for the sales department, the seller the or safety department at Amazon to approve that one. Which, And then that lady had sent everything to their seller performance team to try to get this done. But she told me even, she locked her name on this case so I won't keep getting bounced around from person to person, yeah. that she was going to notify me today to let me know of everything. She was, it might not be done by today. Yeah. She was, but I will get in touch with you just to let you know what's going on. Okay. She never did. So it's just like, now I got to call again tomorrow yeah. and try to hope to get a hold of this to Melissa lady. Yeah, hope, yeah. Like, I don't even know if she'll be working tomorrow. Of course not. And, yeah. and like this, the, it's just been, man, headache after headache and... Again, everything will be rectified and be right. The big guy testosterone booster is getting remade. Um, I'll have that hopefully the first week of May. Why is it being? Why is it? Well, being out of stock. Oh, out of stock. Okay. And because okay. with, with the manufacturer, they got sold. Oh, that's right. So everything got put on hold for a couple months. Okay. So now I'm just catching up on everything. And that's what I was saying. When you have a business, so many things are out of your hands, mm-hmm. but they directly you it impacts you. Yeah, and uh, like so, the finish at BCAA. It's, so I'm trying to get that on Amazon, and I couldn't. So I go to list. You have to when you go to Amazon, you got to like list your products. You got to put in all the specific details, the barcode number. So I get everything in. It's not accepting it. Not accepting it. Not accepting it. So I don't know why it's not accepting it. This was last week. So several phone calls for that issue. I finally find out my barcode from the label company that made the labels. They left a zero out of the barcode. Oh no. So. Amazon, I have the correct barcode. It's registered with the GS1, the, the correct department. And sure. I have the certificate, and you have to go through this whole process. And so I have the correct barcode, even though, so now I got, I tried to, if I list it with the correct barcode, I need to have the correct barcode on the actual product, though. Yeah. Because Amazon scans them in. Exactly. So if they go to scan and it's missing a zero, it's going to show up as an unknown item. Right. So the the label company, luckily, has re- have realized that they messed they up. Yeah, yeah. They're making sticker bar- barcode stickers oh, with the okay. correct, and they're sending them this week. But it's just delays. It's like it's two weeks of sales on Amazon. Of it's course. just little things, and so that will be up on Amazon. I'm hoping if I get the barcodes before I fly out on Thursday, if I get them by Wednesday, I can get them on the product and get it shipped out. Where hopefully it'll be up next week. If mm-hmm. not, I got to wait till I get home 
ship it out next week and it'll be up the following week on Amazon. So oh, man. it's just been, I was, that's what I was telling you. I'm just like, wrestling is hard enough and like trying to get healthy and like, I got to do all this stuff for my body every yeah. day and like, it's, and I feel great and I, I'm so, and I love all of this. I wouldn't change anything, but it, I just wish Amazon would be a little easier for You're just me. mentally exhausted with Yeah, because I don't ever like, I want to just shut down and just like, kind of just like, Relax. Just get and... just shit faced and like not all day. Like and <laughs> yeah. just not like worry about a thing. Yeah. But it's like especially when you're wrestling every weekend again, every day I gotta train, I gotta make sure I get my stuff done and like go tan and look good. You don't want to show up in an appearance and look like shit. And like right. I always have high standards for myself, but it's doing all this other stuff and the townhouse. Yes. So it's uh which is the furniture? I t- did we talk last week? Did I get the furniture yet, or was I? No, going? you were going to. You were going to. I saw. I saw you got the lawn furniture outside. Um, I brought my stuff brought from here that I had by my fire pit right. because I didn't want to get stuff with cushions uh-huh. in case people get them dirty. Yeah, I wanted that stuff that I had is like is it wicker or the but it's soft. Yeah, um, it's a little. It's wicker. really comfortable. It was really good furniture. Yeah. So I just hosed it off really good, and I'll clean it and just even more before we get people in there. That way, nobody could, they can't damage that, mm-hmm. that one. And so, you know what I mean? Just yeah. for whatever, if people are there drinking and they spill alcohol over stuff, I don't want to have to like, it's just one less problem. Right. But uh, I got the furniture, I went and got everything. I spent, that was just under 5K wow. for that. And I'd already, I'm probably looking at around 8,000 total for furnishing the whole place. Sure. So maybe a little more. Actually, you saw the TVs. Are TVs here. are here. I'm bringing those last just because okay. I don't want to. Yeah, you don't I want to get those installed when they. I'm going to do everything next week. They deliver next Wednesday. Okay. So I'm going to just literally schedule everything for that day. Get the the everything are they, turned on. Are they building everything? You yeah, everything I paid for all of it. Oh, okay. That way, because I, I that I won't have time to do no, all that. No, absolutely so not. I that wasn't that bad. It was I think that was like 600 bucks for installation. Oh, that's not bad. So, no, for for yeah, every for room for and every everything. Room? That's crazy. Yeah, I got that's awesome. All bedroom stuff. Got all nice stuff. And uh, it's uh, so they're gonna have a couple guys there building this stuff, or they're pre-building it and ship bringing it in. I don't know. I don't know. I think from what it sounds like, because they said uh, I have to be there the whole time. Yeah. Um, so it seems like they're gonna have to send guys out there to build. They're gonna the, deliver the it and build it. I believe because so I think because they, yeah, I think that's how it, it works. I thought I, about getting a job doing that because I like building yeah. stuff, but but their instructions are just god awful. Once you feel with, once you're there for a bit you'd probably actually have a pretty good idea yeah. of like and people order tend to order a lot of the same stuff exactly. too. Exactly. So after you do the first one you kind of get yeah. the, the, the right it's like all right I need this, these parts ready for me yep. for the next part. Yeah, it's but, but it's, the, that's not an easy job it's though. Not, but Especially do you deliver you have to carry it in and then build it. Like that's yeah. double whammy. True. They uh but the time window they gave me so that's I'm luckily off from wrestling next week. Until I go to Australia. I needed a week off, and I'm probably taking June off to get one more stem cell thing yeah. done. But they said, oh, the, she goes, the time frame is from 9 to 6.30, I believe. I, got, I, go, I go, oh, you guys really like to fuck up somebody's day, huh? Yeah. Like, it's like a huge difference between knowing if you're going to wake up and like have to go straight over to the townhouse. Yeah. Or wake up and get your stuff done and then like show up at 6 o'clock at night. And be there till one in the morning. Like I don't know. Yeah, no kidding. And so I'm like, do they give like call, give me a window to like narrow it down? She goes, I don't know. And so I'm just thinking like, well, I don't know. I'll find out next Wednesday. I might just have to take the whole day off. And but I'm gonna try to schedule the TV guy to come out and put up the TVs, get all of it done, mm-hmm. and then I, I went and hung up posters and got poster frames and. 
for different pictures and everything. And a few of them, I need to wait till I get everything situated so I know what yeah is going to be open. Sure. It, it, it's coming together really quick though. Cool. It's but it's been just every day I go there and it's just do some more, do some more, do some more. Right. Once the furniture's up, that's going to be. It's pretty much going to be ready. But I don't know what I. I was trying to debate for Airbnb. Do you need to get cable for Airbnb or just Wi-Fi with like Netflix? You think for all the TVs, or is it good to have cable? I don't for know. People? Like, do because they... the thing is, though, because people are going there to. That's what I don't know to... either. I don't know. I mean, like, do you look at the reviews of other? Airbnb? I need to look. Yeah, see what they say because, like, I think Netflix or Hulu would be good enough. If anybody out there stays at Airbnb and listens to the show, all four of you, uh, go ahead and uh, <laughs> kidding the. Uh, Hit me up on Twitter or Instagram if you know what uh, if Airbnb. And I, I'm I'm gonna Google that and see if you can find out anything on Google these days. But the um, and see kind of what the standards are because well you essentially want to get good ratings too. Of course. So like you have a nice water and you know what I mean. Like yeah. you try to give. You would think you would think you would just have maybe just have the, the digital satellite with this rugged TVs. Yeah. I think, but I don't think because I know having Wi-Fi would probably be good because yeah, you want people are gonna want to use the yeah, Wi-Fi. Of and then they got the smart TVs, so yeah. they'd be able to watch all the. You can watch like thing, thing is though, like I can watch like like ABC or NBC old past shows. Yeah. Just by using uh, you know Apple TV. But and some stuff people like, that. like to have where the TV with current with news and yeah. things. So I was like. But there, but there's like you know, but you can watch it with the with the standard digital yeah. digital channels, and you'll be fine. But I got to figure out though this this the only way to do this is just to get it up and running. Yeah. And I got to kind of see what my expenses on the place are going to be. Of course. And then I got to see what it's going to start bringing in, and it, it's going to be it's going to take a few months to probably kind of work everything out yeah. and get. But it's uh, which reminds me, I got to get a keyless door entry for it too. Oh yeah, for the maids and for the people, you just change the code every time. Mm -hmm. That way, you know what I mean. That yeah. way, after I actually have I actually have either a Kibo or August. It's for the deadbolt. Yeah, and you can actually send uh, access to it through your phone. Really? Yeah. So it's like anywhere from like like two hundred bucks. Yeah. And like if you if it's it's for the deadbolt. So um, you can set it up to be a smartphone, and so you don't have to worry about making new keys or yeah. changing the key. You can actually give, like, if you let's say if you're a maid, you you can only give them 24 hour access to yeah. it, and it automatically goes away. Well, and that's what the keyless entry with the codes, and you can change it so that way you can. With Airbnb, you don't because I don't want to have to leave a key under the mat. No, no, like, no. Like, but like, the well, thing is, though, like when someone books at Airbnb, uh, Airbnb, you ask them like, "Do you have a smartphone?" Okay. And so if they do, then you can email the key to the yeah. house, and they can come to your house and basically press um, either on their phone, go to the app, uh, either Kivo or August. They you can click on it to unlock the door, and you can go inside. Okay. And it notifies you. When, the, Who, when when they come in or out of oh, your house. Wow. Yeah. You should take, take a look at that. I will. That's just... That, that, it's the same thing as key, the code, essentially. Yeah, it's a code, but... It's actually one step further because well, yeah. somebody can just tr couldn't just try to get in. Exactly. They'd have to have access. Yeah, because you don't have that, to think... That's actually even better. Because mm -hmm. you don't have to think about changing the code every yeah. single time. Or if you don't even have time to go yeah, to the house... Yeah, that's what I'm saying, you yeah. Can set, you can do your phone. And it's like, all right... And that's called TiVo? Is it Kivo? Kivo. It's a, by QuickSet. Uh, okay. QuickSet, they make the Kivo. They sell it on Amazon, probably. Amazon or Home Depot or... Yeah. Any, you know, like a... Uh, uh, Kivo and also August. Okay. I mean, I think I will tend to go to August because I like August a little bit better. Okay. Because what's nice about August is that it works with any door deadbolt. 
Really? Because all you need to do is change the back of it. Yep. And then uh, it gives you the instructions on how to install it. Like, no I, mean, I, could, I could definitely install it for you. But uh, take a look at the August okay. um, keys. The, uh, the deadbolts will yep. be, are definitely perfect. I did my doors. I changed the locks. Just I got regular locks here. Yeah. I, with an ex-girlfriend, I had to change them once. <laughs> she had keys. I didn't want to risk anything. Wait, do you, do you have to change the doorknobs every time, or do you have to get... I changed the whole thing, yeah. Oh, I, there's a quick set actually makes it where you can actually change the key. Um, oh, really? Yeah, there's a little there's a little um, slot in there. So when you put your, your old key in there... You put the slot in there, you yep. turn it, and you can pull the key out. No shit. Put a new key in there, and you can reprogram it's good it. good to know. Yeah. Save you so, some time. Yeah, save future. you some time, save and you money. some money, yeah. Good idea. <laughs> Just going to change it on my damn locks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, those, are, those are pretty cheap. Those are like 20 bucks, 25 bucks and stuff like that. So, so I got to get that, though. That's the next. I got to get that. Well, this one, I'm, I'm going to order that this week. Yeah. And... Uh, I'll send you. I'll send you a link to it. Cause I know my door. I got a picture of my door. What the whole lock looks like. The thing. If I want to get the whole thing. But you mm-hmm. said you can just get the. The dead bulb. Yeah. That's the. That's August. Man, it's been a. Just so much going on though with everything and trying to balance out all the wrestling appearances. It's been. It's been good though. That's it's, good. Uh, yeah. Cause... Everything. What's this town? I even said it on the show. That this period of getting this townhouse ready is it's mm-hmm. stressful until when it's all done, it will be like, oh, I need something else to keep me busy, you know. So, but I do want to say uh, I need to give a thank you to the WWE. The um, we've talked about it a while back with my ankle procedure that I had done from the the original botched surgery where they they left a metal a plate and six screws in my ankle, and uh, I had to get that removed. In February, and WWE actually paid for the procedure, and they just sent. They just got that last week, and they took care of that. So that was thank you to the WWE, Mark Carano, Stacy, Hunter, and whoever made that decision. I appreciate that. That was uh, means a lot. So because that was something my insurance wouldn't cover it because it was a work related injury. Mm. So I've paid a lot of money for my stem cells, which I take responsibility for. For my back and my shoulder, even yeah. though the shoulder wasn't necessarily, that was kind of a culmination of cortisone shots and, and just wear and tear. Um, but the back was from doing a specific, that backpack stunner. And it's like, all right, that was my fault. That was, that's on me. And uh, I've taken the steps to, and again, I'm very fortunate that I'm able, I, this is the best I've felt, man, by the way, just as far as from my back mm-hmm. and shoulder. Like I am... I actually like even I. I'm very careful with my wrestling matches not to do certain things, um, but this was the hardest I'd gone since I left WWE and felt good. Like because my back, my back isn't. I'm not in pain like I was anymore. Like I don't, I don't have that crippling back pain that I had. Mm-hmm. So it is. I'm in that stage though where I I want to get one more stem cell to because I, I want to be a hundred percent or as close to it as humanly possible. Yeah. To make a good push wrestling, if mm-hmm. I'm going to do that, like I and I until I can, which is what I've talked about, I haven't been able to. I've had to take a, a back seat, and I've done appearances and done things where strategically and things. Is, the money's only there for so long, too. As far as once you leave WWE, that right. window can only be so long, and everyone's situation is different. But I, without having the business and all those expenses. That income is important to me mm-hmm. with how much that way I'm not just living off my money. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, making money. Exactly. And, and so it is a mindset for me. I don't want to be lazy and be complacent. And, and again, you could, 
oh, I'm going to take a few years off. Then I go go to back. It's not quite the same. Whereas if you leave and then you can, you know, build some credibility up with these independent promotions and go out and have good matches and just give myself time to keep healing. And maybe it would have been better to take a whole year off. Maybe I wouldn't, I would have been completely better, mm-hmm. but it's the way I've chosen to go about it and keep my name out there to some regard and some degree. And I'm getting close. So it's, it feels good to just not like to go do the match. And I'm sore from just like the wrestling, yeah. but not to be in crippling pain. Like mm-hmm. I had been and everything. Cause that dude, it was, I downplayed it for a bit with yeah, everything. Yeah, because what then was who? I mean, in the wrestling news, it's the difference. Oh, Booker T said the difference between playing hurt or playing injured. Yeah, yeah. And I've been wrestling injured for it yeah. was it was, but it, your back is no. You can't mess around with your back. No, absolutely not, specifically not. disc issues. Mm-hmm. It's not like it was just in, there was muscular stuff too. But that's well because all, the, because the disc issues altered the, the it, muscles. inflammation. Yeah. You get tears and it, it's. It's not easy, man. So it's uh, I'm thankful I'm in the position I'm in right now because, mm-hmm. like I said, it's everything is coming back, and it's like I, my body. I can tell like my my weight just keeps slowly going up because I'm feeling better. Yeah. So it's uh, like I'm looking. I look in the mirror now, and I f- I feel like Ryback again, kind of like when I'm at the shows. Mm-hmm. Like this last one in particular, like yeah. I'm like okay, even though I'm not squatting and deadlifting. But you you getting you getting the, the confidence back. Yeah. You know, because... the confidence never leaves. But I, I think but this, me, just thinking about yeah, thinking about that the injury, the mentality, stuff, oh, the yeah. mentality and that, yep. it absolutely that does play. I've had to alter my style a little bit. I'll still yeah. do my power moves, but I'm not doing certain things that I was used to doing every night, and I've had to alter it a little bit. And not, I have to be very careful. I was taking turnbuckles where you get thrown into the turnbuckle. Yeah. When my back before the stem cells, uh-huh. even after the first, it wasn't when it wasn't better yet. It just literally would rock me. Just taking a turnbuckle, like it just, just like, give you a shock in your yeah, body, right? Like, yeah, like because it was just so bad, and I was just like, "Am I going to be able to do this much longer?" Like I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I know I'll be able to because I've been smart about it, and I've been very fortunate with this stem cell. So I want to do one more just to make sure. Yeah, you said it was to take a June off. Yeah, and uh, get it done. I'm going to set it all up to get it done as soon as I get back from Australia. Mm-hmm. That last like ten days in May, I'll get it done for that. Take all of June off. And then start back up in July, I think. I think June would be a perfect time to do your food challenges. That's just get fat. Just get fat. <laughs> <laughs> Every day you're doing food challenges. Just, that might not be a bad idea. Yeah. That's, I think that should be a good time to do it. I'm dying. I did a carb day yesterday. Yeah, I saw you with Captain Crunch. Oh, my uh, God. I, I just keep looking at that box today. I want. I was like, because I'm going to have to do three days of no carbs here. And I bought. I went to the store last night. Yeah. And I was like, just make a bowl of it last night. because. I also got a, those skinny cow ice cream sandwiches. Uh-huh. I had a couple of those last night before bed uh, because I haven't had those in forever. And uh, the low-fat ones. And I was like, make a little bowl of cereal because you're going to regret it if you don't have that Captain Crunch. <laughs> I have to wait till uh, Thursday now oh, to have it uh, because that's when I'm flying out. So I'm going to do a carb day on the day I fly oh, okay. out. So I'm going to have a big bowl of it on Thursday. But I was looking at it today just like, fuck, I want to eat a bowl of that. <laughs> I've never had it. I saw it in the store. I was like, I love Captain Crunch. I love donuts. It yeah. only makes sense. Yeah. Have you had it? I have. I had Captain Crunch, but I never had that. The, yeah, like, the donuts one. I, I think it's eat, new. I've never... I always, I always eat the uh, cinnamon toast crunch. Oh, another, another great. Yeah. God, those are my favorite. Cereal is what makes being a kid so great. Yeah. I feel like. Apple Jacks, cinnamon toast crunch, uh, fruit cinnamon loops. toast crunch. Yes. Oh, I cinnamon, thought you said cinnamon coast crunch. No, c- <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was a good time. So. I was uh, 
we always had what did we have as a kid? We always had Lucky Charms. I feel like we I never, ch- I never liked Lucky Charms. I don't like the marshmallows in it. I, I, it wasn't my favorite, but we had my. It was like the one. My mom was really health conscious. The Lucky like, Charms healthy? It's no, healthy. she would usually be like Wheaties. Oh, yeah, like Wheaties Lucky Charms materials. was kind of like the the, 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 the happy old. medium. Okay. Even though that, I feel like it's a sugar. Yeah, because like the the the, the marshmallow feel like it has like a chalky taste. Yeah, I know that's what you're talking about. That's why I didn't like. Um, I loved Kicks for I had a period of Kicks. I never. I think I had Kicks, but I never was a fan. Honey of that. Nut Cheerios was another. That was we were always allowed to have that one. Yeah, I think I had that. Maybe, um, maybe we. I love Frosted Flakes though. Yes, that, Frosted Flakes was my favorite. That one. That, but it was so much sugar in that thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> so Tony the Tiger really fucking. Yeah, up. exactly. But it's, I'm trying to think. There was another. I, I was always. Oh, I've talked about this before. They had Rice Krispie Treat cereal. Yes. They quit making it. No, really? they don't make it anymore. They have Rice Krispies, and they have a, they have they like a frosted it. Rice Krispies, but it's not Rice Krispie treat cereal. Because I bought the frosted Rice Krispies a long. Oh, time. they're like little like Rice Krispie treat balls or something. No, or I don't like... know what. They, no, it's just like it's almost just like frosted flakes, but fl- frosted Rice Krispies. Oh, it's that's not, it's not, yeah. I know they make they make the treats themselves. They like yeah. mass produce those. I don't know why. Does anybody, if anybody out there listening knows why they discontinued the Rice Krispie treat cereal? I haven't seen it in any store I've ever really? gone to. In, in my adult age anymore. I like you being the tech guy again tonight. Yeah, I know. I got something. You decided. Well, to the be... computer, the computer is actually working this time because last. Uh, what are the odds of that? Like nothing. What a shit week for me? And the computer is like, okay, I'll work, big guy. Yeah. Which actually, I figured out why the mouse wasn't showing up because we we hooked up the, the oh, second monitor yeah. and so the mouse went out there and it's like I didn't understand that. Um, Rice Krispie treat cereal. All right. Well, apparently they still. Maybe where stores did, just quit selling. Wait, wait, where to buy? So let's see. Within okay, let's put our zip code. Eight nine. Okay. Don't say it out loud. No, 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 I got it. Don't need people finding my address. <laughs> well, they didn't know you're in Vegas. <laughs> uh, I don't want this. I'm telling you, I don't think you're gonna find it. I know. I go to Smith's out here. Target. Of all, get out of here. There's a Target down the road. For yeah, me. there's a Target by you. Is that all targets or? No, it's, it says right here. That's where you can buy it. Oh, I'm going to have to go. <laughs> we can go and interview. I'm going to do an Instagram video of just me eating in Rice Krispie Treat and looking, donuts. Yeah, looking for it. Yeah, there's one. Uh, Why is Ryback in here just buying a box of Rice Krispie Treat cereal? Yeah, Target store, Decatur. Uh, yeah, it's just, Holy shit, they still exist. Walmart, yeah. But regular grocery stores, that's weird. I wonder why Smith's, what Smith's I has guess, against uh, it. Yeah. Well, fuck you, Smith's. Well, it's funny because I went, because well, uh, with Stevia? Yeah. Is that, is that Smith? Yeah. But I, yeah. Went, I went here, it, it was out. No, this, it. It, up here, it go, that it, natural grocer's store right here, oh, by the way, they have all the flavors. They have oh, a lot of the flavors. Okay. They don't yeah. have all of them. They have a lot more I think more they only had the, like, the, the Dr. Pepper version of it. Yeah. yeah. Go to the one that natural grocer's has, oh, okay. all, like, they have quite a few, a lot more than Smith's. Okay. Smith's usually has root beer. Cream soda, black cherry, cola, and cola. Okay. Those are the four. I like the cream soda. Um, and Whole Foods has actually all of them. Oh, they do? They have like Diet Mountain Dew. Oh, okay. Like they have all the cool cherry cola. That's awesome. I need the cherry cola. It's delicious. Yeah. But, uh, was, yeah. So, but Rice Krispie Treats cereal. Man, that's just, that's a game changer. <laughs> uh, Asian Joe, you have no, I in my heart thought it was gone. <laughs> and I, I can't, that's my favorite cereal of all yeah. time. The milk after the. I think after this, I will go to Target and see if there, and I'll take a picture and send Please. it to you. Please. <laughs> just so I know. Uh, we'll just, yeah, it's like, so you don't waste your time. <laughs> I was at Smith's yesterday, and I actually, I'm a big fan of the Sponge, Sponge Daddy. Yes, I have uh, those. 
I, they great. They work awesome. Yeah. But I saw it on Shark Tank originally. Okay. When I saw it in the store, I'm okay. I'm going to see if this is the real deal. And I was like, fuck, I really like cleaning with this way better than yeah. like the other. And uh, so my my uh, scrub daddy was all beat up. I he, saw that. Yeah. yeah. It was <laughs> yeah. pretty beat up. It was. I, I was. I put it off for a couple of weeks. But it lasts a long time. Yeah. Though. Would, I could usually get a few months out. Yeah. Two or three months for sure. And uh, so I go to the store and I'm looking and I was like such a looking for a different color because it was like I get sick of I don't want orange I want blue yeah because I'm fucking weird <laughs> and uh the a guy comes walking by as I'm like holding the sponge daddy yeah and he goes oh man my kid would flip out if I he knew I saw Ryback here and I just was like so embarrassed because I'm just like big bad Ryback deciding what color sponge scrub daddy to fucking buy <laughs> Like I felt, I was like, "Oh, tell him I said hello." Yeah, and like it was, it was. I will, and he just kept on going. I thought he was gonna ask for a picture. I was smiling with my scrub daddy, like for the. Dude, I would like solely like I'll take a picture with that. You yeah, know? yeah. Promote nope. that stuff. Maybe scrub. You know, they will send you free. You know, yeah, swags just or thousands of scrub daddies here. <laughs> scrub daddies last here. forever. Use well, a new one every day and throw it out. <laughs> just like just, be a new sponsor for uh, for the podcast show. We got a couple coming up next week, which is good. Awesome. Yeah, let's. Uh, Making gains here, but making yeah. progress. So but yeah, with with the whole, you know, finally I got my car. Four oh, days. Yeah, yeah I got. What happened with that? So, so I drove like, you home last week. I know you did, and so um, I had to get a ride up to come out to the podcast last week because I didn't have a car because I wanted my AC was going bad, so I bought a new uh, AC compressor and I had my buddy told me he's like, oh this guy this you know this guy is great he's. You know, he can do the job, you know, cheap and stuff like that. He kept delaying it, right? Kept delaying it because he did. Well, the thing is, though, he's, he doesn't speak English. So I had to. No comprende. I'd, I had to communicate to his son to see what's going on. Oh, man. And so um, I dropped my car on the Sunday, and he says that my car will be done on, yep. on Monday, the next day, in, in the afternoon. So right around 2 o'clock in the afternoon on the Monday, I get a text message like, oh, by the way, your radiator's cracked, so you have to get a new radiator. Yep. It's like, all right, how much is it going to cost me? It's like, well, it's going to be $177. And it's like, well, I can get one on eBay for 50 bucks. Yep. So I was like, well, he found, he found one that's for 113 And he says that since he got everything out, um, he's willing to do it free of charge. Otherwise, it'll be $100 if, yeah. if I were to get order it and bring it in. So it's like, all right, fine. You know, charge me, charge me 113 bucks, whatever. So he would, he was gonna charge me like 300 bucks for everything, for everything, which typically costs anywhere from a thousand, two thousand dollars okay. to replace it. So I was like, all right, fine, good, good deal. deal. Yeah. So, so he says like, all right, he has to order it. It won't be, won't be in until the next day, so Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So he says he got it, or um, yeah, so he got the radiator, but. For some reason, he couldn't get into me. So he says, like, or he had an emergency that couldn't, couldn't, he couldn't work enough. Yeah. So Wednesday, my, my it's like, all right, it'll be done at four four thirty. It's like, all right, my buddy picked me up, went there. He didn't even like like I got a text message like everything's assembled. So as soon as I got there at four thirty, the last part he showed me that the bolt didn't fit. Yeah. So it was already. F- 445 and then they have a that like there's a bolt uh, store or something like that they yeah. can actually custom cut or whatever so he was rushing to go get it they closed uh, so he couldn't get it had to wait till the next so day. i said all right fine can you seriously bring it in because this cost me money because i had an uber yeah. places so it's like all right i'll deliver they'll deliver the car 
on Thursday. So right around or the Thursday, 11 o'clock in the, uh, in the morning, they didn't come until like 11.45. It's like, whatever, I finally got my car. Yeah. So to drop my car off, the headlight wasn't working. The right headlight wasn't working. And it working. was working before. It was working before, but now my right headlight wasn't working. And then like he just tested it out and just realized. So he had to take the bumper off, figure out why, what happened. And he finally figured it out within like maybe another 30 minutes. Okay. And so I finally got my car back. Jeez. And so now my horn is not working. So what I got to now I got to figure out now I, I don't want to go to him anymore. I, no, I feel and like so he caused like, these other problems. Shit. So or now the car is just at the end. Yeah, and so it's like fuck. It's like so I got to ah, figure out who needs out. a horn. Yeah. You can get the, one of those custom horns we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know. Before. Well, no, that was my horn that I replaced. Yeah. So he must have took out the horn oh. and plugged it. He must have plugged it the wrong way, so I have to take a look at it. Because I, luckily I can know how to do it myself. Yeah. But I just found out was I'm honking at somebody. It, like, honked for, like, a second and it stopped. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I have to yell, roll down my window and start hey, screaming at me. asshole. Like, hey, move, get off the phone. So, but... AC's working, so... You're not going to melt on us. Yeah, that's true. You need it because it's about... It's only going to get hotter now. Yeah, but yeah. But yeah, but I had a good time um, over the weekend. um, I actually... Uh, saw my friend Nikki Delano. She was performing okay. at Sapphire. And yeah, you said you text me. You're at the Sapphire pool. I, yeah, it's I like, was like just. Um, I think I was. You I was just, on the phone with Amazon driving home. Yeah, and I was just so. I was just like, I, I'm not even home yet. Yeah. I wasn't even close. I was. I was so done. Yeah. I so yeah, but it was, just it get was drunk at the pool. And I know, like, dude. I had like, to go do orders. Well, it's funny because like, like like there were like the bartenders like because like they comped your your drinks for yeah. for the features. And so they were asking, like, well, do you want anything alcoholic? We can get you a bottle, like, free bottle and stuff oh, like man, that. Oh, man, that stuff's and pretty like, expensive And I'm places. like, no, we don't really drink. Just yeah. bring out water. He's like, are you sure? It's like, yeah, bring out water and bring out I don't, I've never been to a Vegas pool party. Oh, really? Never. I have my own pool it, here, but I've never, you, those places. It gets crazy, I'll but, like, things are, it wasn't there. even that busy. It's, like, on a Sunday at Fall a Sapphire pool. time I turn well, around. Well, you know, you know, they got, you know, strippers dancing. Yeah, I need and, to stay away from those. Yeah. They're not good for you. But but things trying like, to find me a wholesome girl, Asian Joe, good wholesome girl. Uh, good luck with Got that. Got a couple people on the list. <laughs> yes, yeah. so like, what, uh, how was your dating life? Remember last time we talked about it? That was like almost a month ago. Yeah, no, I, I talked to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, no, there's a couple. Got a couple top prospects. Okay, that are yeah, but unfortunately they don't live in Las Vegas, which maybe is a good thing because yeah, the Vegas girls thing. tend to be. A certain breed. There, it's, a tra- it's a transient city, you know. Yeah. The people come in and out all the time. So, yeah, but if maybe maybe find someone in like Arkansas or in some. I have roots south. in Arkansas. Yeah, family, family. There roots you go. Yeah. Maybe maybe Yeehaw. Maybe maybe have a family member might know somebody. Yeah, or maybe, maybe it could be a cousin or something. Have a really, have a really close family. <laughs> no. I'm so busy right now, though. Like I. Oh yeah. I I, and I I talk to a few people, and I just I was like I can't even like make time to hang out there was somebody who wanted to hang out tonight and i'm just like i have to do the podcast and i got to send the show off and then i got to get a few things done i got to do orders tonight still right. too it's like when you and you stop all that and you like you hang out with somebody or you go out and do something that takes hours yeah and especially i live away from everything so it's like it's just all just right now this period until and i got to be able to get up at it i like to get up usually it's before really, eight yeah. and sometimes it, like i woke up today like at six thirty, and I was up, did some stuff, and then I went back to bed for like an hour mm-hmm. just to just to get a little more sleep. And uh, it's but once I get up, I'm go like it's yeah. Once you're up, you it's just like need... I have a whole routine, and mm-hmm. like it's go go go, and just doing and like 
So it's, uh, it'll be, once the townhouse is done, I'll be able to breathe. Okay. It's just, but I, I want to get, I'm trying to get it done because going to Australia, I want to get it on Airbnb. I would like to get it on Airbnb before I go, but I mm-hmm. also don't know. I also probably need to be here maybe just in case. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that first couple of weeks to kind yeah. of like just to just be safe. So I might have it ready to go and then have to wait till I get back on the 20th and then get it going after that. So, well, I think EDC, I think that because it's probably be not the time that might not be the best clientele to start off Airbnb with. Well, either. yes and no, because they're going to be, well, get. here's the thing though. It depends what you get because a lot of, a lot of times they're going to be gone. For most of the day, that is for true. most of the night, it's when they get back. And though, then when they get back, how but, fucked up they are. But true, but they'll be out. They'll be passed out. Yeah, because they need Holes to rest. In the wall. Yeah, that's true. You know, the well, Airbnb typically people uh, like all have you got to have liability. Yeah, insurance. you got. Yeah, of course. Um, but you, the people that use Airbnb tend to be respectful. I feel like yeah, from what I understand, for sure. It's not like. Um, but again, that's it. When you go into somebody's home and they're there, that's different. Mm-hmm. When you then you go into somebody's place and they're not there, yeah. you don't know necessarily how they're going to treat things. That's but I, again, that's why you put security cameras in there, the fake ones, just so they think. Well, that's actually not. You got to be careful with that too, because people, if they're you got security cameras in there, you know what I mean. Well, I think the Airbnb where they, they have... decide they want to have sex out in the living room, and then there's a camera in there. Like that's technically yeah, but. Yes and no, but like, if they're fake cameras, yeah, if you put the fake cameras in there. But I, I've been in Airbnb. I be I, I've been in Airbnb where do actually have cameras in the living room, and oh, the really? kitchen, and also in the front and the back. Just so, so you know they're in there. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it's, it's I, I mean, it's a liability. You know, they should obviously they should shouldn't have sex in the living room. You, uh, know? you know, you don't want to discourage anyone from having fun. I, I mean, guess so, but, but yeah, mean, yeah. That, that's all, whole, yeah. The whole purpose of Airbnb is. Yeah, you know, going to someone else's place and. But relax. I got The, I was talking to my chiropractor. I saw that, so I had to drop off more supplements to me. He was talking about the, because Vegas, there's all the restrictions, like I said, and you got to pay like an annual fee, and because the hotels don't want you, the people doing it. But North Vegas doesn't have any restrictions. Right. So I got that. My whole play on this is, I got to see how these are going to do because the numbers I was told by my people are, mm-hmm. they're good. It's like you can do. It's a lot better than renting it out. But if it doesn't turn out that way, worst case scenario, you is rent it out, I'll rent it out furnished. I don't, renting out a two bedroom, three and a half, or th- two bedroom, two and a half bath. It's a big place, so compare. It's a nice sized townhouse, mm. um, and everything's nice in there. The carpet's all beautiful. Like everything looks nice. Is it closer to some? some it's just right down the road. Oh, right down the road. Yeah, oh wow, it's literally okay, five minutes on same street near Springs. Okay. Uh, um, at a, at a Eddie at maybe edit that up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, like, but you're Roy saying Roger Springs. Uh, <laughs> but no, you're saying, but it's it's close by. Yeah. yeah okay. It's uh, and the renting it out furnished. I don't know what I could get for that because you could obviously for that. Well, I, because, I'm looking at probably. I think it. It, I would, it makes sense because if people who are contract to come here, like because it's close by to the, the air, Force the base, air force base would be a that's where it would you, be perfect would be, for families yes. to come in there to stay yep, for a yep. few months while you know they hear the Absolutely. train, whatever. That'll be perfect, especially. So it'll especially, run out. It'll yeah, definitely it'll definitely would, run out. So I'm not worried out. about that, but no. it, I would like to make a little money on of it. Of course, too. you spend. You're already putting in a lot of money. Yeah, in the well, that's the whole point of it, putting in to get it back. And yeah, but sitting on these uh, cannabis stocks, they're. 
they're about to strike. So yeah. it's 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 looking promising. Well, besides besides the tips of the week, like have you thought of doing like stock tips and stuff like that? No, because no? I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to tell people like that's 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 such a personal thing. As far as I feel like, there's a to give stock tips is well. I mean, it's like that's like general people, stock tips. No, not like, like no. I, I I'll say like I've talked about just on here bullshitting what I invest in yeah. from time to time. But like I don't want to. I would never tell people to do what I like. It's they because what people happens if something, a lot of people aren't true can't invest right and they can't see their money go down and like they'll look for someone to blame and like well you told me to do this and like I know I didn't tell you no 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 we'll I, I, just, I just, avoid, just avoid it okay. that's not my my forte I I enjoy it personally and I am constantly trying to learn about it and I've learned a lot but it's always learning I just don't want to tell people I've made mistakes and oh, learned yeah, from that's them true. And, but it, it big thing with the stock market is just you got to almost be fearless. Yeah, you got, and you can't be attached to your money, exactly. which is the which is a lot of people put money they need in it's, there. It's, it's another form of gambling. It's a, it's it, just another form of a, gambling. In a way, it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it's more calculated. Yeah, I Yeah, calculated, like. but but it is. You can lose it all. Yeah. So you, but again, a lot of that. So that though, that thing is when you start playing around with options. And yeah. Like, uh, you be short. I think shorting we'll, stocks is yeah, another. That's, things, that's, 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 that's 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 a great way to lose a lot of money. Yeah. By the way, I don't. I invest in winners mm-hmm. that I think long term. And it's a more conservative approach, but it, it's, it, to me, it's the risk of losing everything is slim to none on that approach. Right. And a lot of the, the richest people in the world use that approach. And it's just, it's worked for me so far. So That's good. I don't, yeah, I don't want to, I don't like, I, I hear, I've heard people tell me, like, oh, I've made this much money in there. And then they get me seeing people where they've lost everything. Yeah. And it's doing, it's shorting stocks. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I avoid that altogether. Yeah. So it's more as a long-term investment. Yeah. Anyway. And it, it's like a, it's a piggy bank to me just mm-hmm. to keep investing in. Mm-hmm. And it, then eventually you get something and it starts fucking going. And it, it's when you keep investing in it and then that just starts multiplying rapidly. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. But, and then you take some of it and you reinvest it to something else. You keep some of it and you just, it's just fun. But it's like it's a lot of it's just doing it and mm-hmm. you coming up with your own system and like it's and reading all these different books on what people do and it's just you got to learn on your own and I never want to like there's enough people out there giving advice on that like that's I don't true. want I don't I don't want to be responsible for people's money that's not something I'm I I can handle mine I don't want to that that's not not what I'm here for okay. so but. Outside of that, I think you want to take a break and come back and do some. Uh, we got a lot of questions. Yeah, there. just hundreds. Up. I don't know why I, that was more than ever. That just went up today. Yeah, no kidding. I, I think it was the hashtags. Oh, hashtags, was it? Oh, you probably hashtags. Instagram right. has all these new, a new algorithm, and hashtags are so important on there. So I, I, I don't know how many we have, but it was hundreds came in on the questions. I, well, there was, well, I mean, uh, last time I saw it was like 300, Hell of a picture. 300, 317 comments. Yeah, so we'll, by... get, to your, we'll get to your 317 comments <laughs> here. Very, another three-hour show. Oh, jeez. But, uh, yeah, we'll take a break. We'll come back. I'll do tips of the week. We'll do some questions, some plugs, and anything else that comes up. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, guys. This is the big guy, Ryback. And I want to personally say thank you to you guys, our great listeners and supporters, for an amazing 2017. 2018 is surely going to be even better. Feed Me More Nutrition, my natural premium sports nutrition company, had a phenomenal first year. And that's thanks to you. We are adding Finish It Branch Chain Amino Acid Electrolyte Pump Matrix to the lineup for 2018 and have even more exciting custom formulas coming in the upcoming months. 
if you've been putting off getting in better shape and getting healthy for not only you, but your loved ones, now is the time to do it. Whether it's consuming more lean protein, burning some unwanted pounds, increasing your natural testosterone and sex drive, or ramping up your energy levels, Feed Me More Nutrition has you covered. As always, positive Amazon reviews are greatly appreciated. 2018 is your year. Get hungry. Stay hungry. Feed me more. And we are back. August, August Joe. Asian Joe has sold me on August <laughs> Keylock, who's just showing me. August Joe. It's I am you, August you Joe. Have a new, that's your porn name, August uh, my Joe. August, August Joe. <laughs> it was funny because I was watching an old, uh, episodes of uh, Parks and Recreation, mm -hmm. and uh, they had like the morning zoo type radio show yeah, and the guy and the guy uh who's doing the sound effects they named him china joe <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a deadpan asian guy pressing all the all the ridiculous noisy oh. sounds <laughs> we need to have somebody here eddie does a great job with the editing occasionally putting in a little sound yeah a little we'd, it'd be nice to have a good little soundboard just a, a guy to just a, i mean there is a soundboard I would here, let you, you bring in another asian to do the soundboard <laughs> it's just, we're thinking about bringing in our buddy phil from uh Bronson used to be in Florida Championship Wrestling. I got to text him this week yeah. and see what he's doing. I'd like to bring him on for a show. And Dude, he's so funny. I love that guy. The show will be six hours long with all of us. Just, for sure. We have so many stories between all of oh us. Oh, my God, yeah. Just so many dudes talking. But, the uh, sausage maker. Yeah. We have to change the story to Sausage Fest. Yeah. I just changed the name of the show altogether. <laughs> we go a completely different direction. All right. With that, I'll go ahead and get into the tips of the week this week. Tips of the week. Yay. The book of the week. Uh, the, I might have mentioned this book before, but it was. I'm, I'm gonna I just. I have had it. I was gonna re-listen to it because it, it had such an impact on on me when I decided to leave WWE. But the fiftieth law by Robert Greene and Fifty Cent. Quote of the week: Take things as they are. Punch when you have to punch. Kick when you have to kick. By Bruce Lee. My nutrition tip of the week this week. This is actually an, uh, a product to stay away from. I got on the road in Wisconsin this week. Prote's protein chips. Um, Sounds terrible. They so Quest Nutrition makes a protein chip, which is actually delicious. Okay. They have barbecue, sour cream, and onion. they actually taste like almost like they're baked, but they're not. They're protein chips. They're low carb. Yeah. Uh, they're fat slow. They're they're the best chips on the market by far. So I saw these Prote's chip, P R O T E S, and they had like a nacho cheese flavor. I uh -huh. go, oh. And the nutrition facts on them look checked out good. And I go, oh, a bag of these is just going to be delicious. And I got in the car, and I'm driving, open it up, and I, and I'm, no, nothing about it tasted like like I, and I, in my head I was almost thinking Doritos, even though I knew it wasn't going to be a Dorito. <laughs> but there was no nacho like, and the, how they fucked up the seasoning, I'll never know because that's the one thing on it I felt like they could have at least had nacho cheese seasoning. Yeah, it didn't didn't taste like. It tasted like cardboard. Okay. Like I was going to say. I yeah. very rarely, and usually I would have just eaten them anyways. Yeah. I couldn't finish them. I, I eat like three or four chips, and I, I go, I can't fucking do this. They, it was like stale cardboard. Oh. And if they had, even if the cardboard had nacho seasoning, I, like a little salt or something, I would have been able to eat them. But nope, they didn't. Did it, it have a phone number in the back? You called them. Like, I really, I, I can go. I'm sure they're. It was at Vitamin Shop. I'm, I'm sure, how they got into Vitamin Shop, I'll never know. No kidding. It, um, they, 
this is what gives healthy food a bad name because some some guy trying to get in shape is going to go in there yeah. and see nacho cheese, prots. Oh, those are shit. Uh, I'll get that. And then he's going to be go right back to eating cheeseburgers and Doritos. Yeah. Because it's the fucking this company discouraged him. Oh. It, it was oh d- stay away from him, guys. That's that's my nutrition tip this week. <laughs> Workout fitness tip. Machines are great, but use free weights when you can. Um, machines have helped me a lot during injuries. They're great for, they're great. Everything works and nothing works. But free weights allow you to recruit a lot of the smaller muscles around the bigger mm-hmm. muscles. They're just bad, they're better overall. And again, key is not going too heavy, lifting light, and actually using the muscle you're trying to work and, and not doing things to hurt yourself. But uh, both have their place. But I, if you're feeling good, try to use free weights more than machines. I think you, you will notice a difference. I know when I start switching back to free weights a little more than the machines, you just you just have a little different look, and, uh, and they just recruit more muscle fibers, and, and it's better for balance and for your core. So uh, both have their place, but free weights when you can. And that's my tips of the week. Do we have uh, – do you want to go ahead and read me some questions? Yeah, let's Joe? see here. Whatever you think the best ones oh are. There's God. a lot a lot to go back so to WWE many. ones again tonight. I got it. Yeah, you think me. if they would just look at the others and see, oh, someone, the other hundred people said that first. Yeah, of course. Um, I get it. It's, it's, a, it's a good thing. It, it's I understand it. So. Here's a good one. Uh, laid back DBO. What is your daily routine from morning to night to keep your body to peak condition? That's a personal question. That is definitely a personal question. No, uh, no. It's, everyone, it's developing your own strategy, but it's having good habits. And it's following a routine that works for you. What I do is irrelevant to what you should do. It's waking up when you feel you need to wake up and having enough time in your day to get the things done that you need to do. And it's putting good, healthy food choices in your in your body. Food is fuel. Food, food is energy. Putting good energy uh, more often than not in your body and, and having a good workout program and regimen that fits you and your lifestyle and your goals is the best piece of advice I can give you. In doing that morning and night and still... And getting proper rest and making sure you get, if you if you can only sleep five or six hours a night, if your schedule is that crazy, then getting the best five or six hours that you possibly can, making sure your body is repairing and, and ready to go when you wake up. And so. so it's basically, you know, everyone has their own. Yeah, everyone has their own things, but it's, you got to live life too and do things, but you got to, you got to find what works for you and you got to, it's just, it's just. Creating good habits and doing mm-hmm. them more often than not. That's all that it yeah. is. This is actually a good one. Uh, Cuban Old Grande 2001 says, Have oh. you ever felt felt like giving up? Why? Who or what kept uh, kept you, uh, kept you, keep you going when things were difficult? No, I don't think I've ever felt like giving up. Um, I think sometimes we can be discouraged at times. Like the Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, oh, yeah. I, but I, and but I, like, again, persist- I take a break from calling them for, but then I call on fire. Like I, cause I turn it around and mm-hmm. like, um, I think everyone has different levels. And, and obviously that, that, that the question in, from a mental standpoint, everyone's brains are different chemically and, yeah. and people have different issues where they're more prone to depression or things like that. For sure. I think we all have setbacks. We everybody has setbacks. Every fucking human being does. It's just a matter of of how you react to them and, and if how much you want to get done what you want to get done. Yeah. You know? If, but I think I think from you from you from your point, I know you know never you never give up, but you get frustrated things. And oh I think, yes. And things I think the podcast you doing a podcast ev- helps you like kind of re- release those frustrations yeah, yeah, and actually yeah. helps you 
And it's good so, just to kind of vent sometimes. Yeah, and, and, like, and that, you know, that's yeah. the thing, though. That's the problem. Like, I have so many people vent about their issues. Like, my good friend Alexis Fox, like, she calls me. I know what you're I already know where you're going. But no, she calls yep. me, and like, I have. There's nothing I can help her, but she just calls me in the middle of nowhere. It's like I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. Yeah. It's like, and and then that I, is the problem. I would never want to have you. It's you're a very good person. Yes. But there comes a point, and everybody needs to do a lot. Of, so a lot of times, a lot of the stress that people have comes from other people. So you have to be very careful of how much time you give of other people sure. because their problems will then become your problems. Right. And before you know it, you can't even focus on what you got exactly. going on, and you're stressed out over shit that that you. Shouldn't even be stressed out on. For sure. Because you're giving too much. Of, like Our time is our most valuable asset. And it's great you have your close friends, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you, but sometimes, it's like, I got me and my buddy, we Vox, the guy that was Voxing, JD. Early, yeah, earlier. Okay. With Iron Attitude before you, you came over. And me and him will vent with each other. And that's mm-hmm. my one guy that I really will vent to, like on yeah. things and, like, and, and stuff. But it's... I wouldn't be able to handle having five people calling me, and I there I do have there are times when someone will message me and they start telling me all they're like, and I just like I, I'm busy right now I can't deal with it mm-hmm. I'm dealing with with ten other things that have to do with like, be I think a lot of times people, and you see this with successful people you have to know how much of yourself to give and when to pull back well, yeah of course and you like and you know that and like yeah. it's but it, it can be very stressful and like mm-hmm. and sometimes that you got becoming aware of that. Is is really key, and and I, not not for this Cuban's particular case, but like you sometimes the stress that you have in your life is not even from your life; it's from other people. So it's making maybe better decisions of putting different people around you, or or just if somebody is stressing you out, and it, not saying for in your case, but just if there was somebody that's calling you all the time and stressing you out, you have to eventually be able to communicate and say. Look, I'm I'm here for you, but I need to be able to. I have a lot of stuff going on, also, and yeah, and, and where you got you 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 have to self be selfish at times mm-hmm. with yourself because if you're not happy with yourself, you're ultimately not going to be happy because you're gonna you're gonna resent people and other things are gonna eat eat away at you. But um, I think everybody, I've never had that just the give up attitude right. sort of thing. Yeah. So, but I can understand. I in getting discouraged is one thing, and I get I I tend to I get angry. And I use that anger to fuel me, like to build so, to build yourself up. Or yeah, to like, like I said, I tell people this isn't this is fucking the Ryback character, whatever the feed me more mindset, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's legitimately my life is taking negatives and fucking turning them into positives. Positive, yeah. So something negative happens, I get really fucking angry at it, and then I fucking okay, calm down. How am I gonna fucking fix this? And I do it. Mm-hmm. That's how I operate. So not everyone operates like that. That's what works for me, though. Yeah. So everyone has to find what works works for them. Yeah. It's okay to and it's okay to temporarily actually shut just, down. Just shut down. Yeah, I think you have like I have you you thing. know like like have your own self oh, the like a like a day off like a mental health. Yeah, you know, just like, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. I'm gonna go get drunk all day. I'm not gonna worry about my fucking problems. Yeah. and then you know what? You wake up the next day and then you get right back on track. Mm-hmm. But like it, it's. It, it's it's not shutting down for too long. No, that's but it's okay to shut down. I remember uh, I was in an awards show, um, but the whole, you know, unfortunately, some of the the, the female adult actress yeah. passed away. You know, commit you know committing suicide and stuff like that. Um, this one director who won an award made uh, a, you know a nice speech saying that for all the young girls out there who thinks everything is crashing down on you. 
those are the small things. Yeah. You know, when you look, when you get older and look back, mm-hmm. those are, those problems that you had, like, pale in comparison. Yeah. Yep. And, That's very, very and, true. And, and, you know, and you got you to gotta think. Sometimes if you think about other what other people are going through. Oh, yeah. And compare your life to their life. Mm-hmm. Your life may be 20 times better than what it, someone else is doing. You know, used to be grateful for the light. Yeah, be, yeah, being grateful of what yeah, you have. We because, all have problems. Everybody does. Exactly. Like, there's, there's different levels of them. It, but like, it, and again, I've seen go do make a wish, and you see kids that are on their deathbed. Yeah. And like, and they're they're three, four, five, six years old, and you're just like, well, life ain't that fucking bad. Uh, exactly. You know what I mean? As far as yeah. you see what their families are going through, and then we ultimately all have our own family issues as time goes on and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It, it's so it's just it's okay to shut down. It's just getting back on track. Getting hungry again and tacking. If whatever you did didn't work, try something else. So you just got to find what makes you happy and uh, not spend too much time on social media. Because I think that's, I really think that's a major problem today with people. Oh, yeah. For sure. I, think it, I think social media causes severe depression because it's highlights of everyone's day or what they want you to see. And I think for young people, it, and I'm talking about for young people that can't distinguish that necessarily, I think mm-hmm. it really, really is going to have a detrimental effect on them. But hopefully. Hopefully it doesn't. But. Oh, okay. Here's a good question oh, by Jay Guernsey, 1990. Ryback, Joe, Phoenix. Um, well, yeah, Ryback and Joe. <laughs> um, we'll email it to Phoenix. Yeah. Do any of you have a fallback plan if your careers didn't work out? And what was your favorite childhood movie and video game? Hell of a question there. Yeah, that was a good Fallback question. plan and favorite childhood? Yeah, if, if wrestling wasn't... Uh, I never even thought about that. Really? I dropped out of college to go do what I was going to make. Really? Well, I, were you, were you studying in college? Uh, kinesiological science, but okay. uh, it was for fitness management. Okay. I think I love, like, I love, I, at the time, I really love, like, that's one thing, like, training and stuff. Mm-hmm. I could still see myself, even though, not with everything else I got going on now, but, like, training is one thing I've always enjoyed. Okay. Where I feel like I could get the, a lot out of someone. Like, I would enjoy doing that if I had to do that as a job. Okay. If I wasn't doing everything I'm doing, you know what I mean? If yeah. I had to start all over and, and whatnot. So, um, when you were younger, did I you... like investing now though so much. Yeah. I would probably find something with like, like real a... estate or something where I could make even better money and uh-huh. then just invest. Like yeah. it's well, that's what you're doing now. Yeah. So, but it, but um, it's a lot of that because of but that is, the, the that education I got yeah. while being on the road and stuff. So, but and from all the money I yeah. made and, and I'm able to have more freedom in my decisions. But yeah. So, I'm saying if I had to just start all over, you know. Or go be a bouncer at Sapphires. That'd be a fucking <laughs> sweet gig. Yeah, with uh, that, not a with, with Disco Inferno. Yeah, he's, he's just working share there. wrestling memories and yeah. just stare at hot girls all night. <laughs> get tipped out. There you go. I'd just uh, my dating life would be madness. Yeah, it'd be crazy. Hey, that's just a good wrestler. <laughs> just, <laughs> just dating a different stripper ever. We just. Doing this podcast, just yeah. Well, for my like, my for my career, actually, I went to college um, to be. Initially, I was going to be a computer engineer. I realized that didn't really work out for yeah. me. And then I went to computer science. I realized I didn't want to see, sit in front of a cubicle all day and looking at code. Then I switched over to because I w- I really love you have computers. The greatest job in the world. I really love I really love computers, and so because like I was. Raised using computers. My, yep. my my uncle was actually, um, I think, an engineer for Boeing or oh, at shit. the time or something like that. And he was telling me all these computer codes and stuff like that. 
So I switched over to computer information systems, um, so it, but it wasn't a college of business. And what's funny is that my dad looked at me as like, you're you're not fit for for business, you know. And so like really? they kind of like they kind of like all right, let's see how the, you know that was kind of like my, because you know like, you know being raised in an Asian family, you have this idea of being a doctor or being you know something's really good in math or science yep. and stuff like that. And so when I told my dad, he's like, well, I want to be in computer information systems, but I mean I'll be in the college of business. And he looks at me as like, you're not a business person. It's like okay. So, um, I so I, gra- I graduated, I ended up working for Allstate Insurance, um, and I worked there as a app, de- application developer. Um, and so, but in the meantime, I was kind of like still dabbling, building websites for other people. And I just happened, uh, uh, a porn company, the startup company was looking for a web guy. And so I just kept happens like yeah I can build a fell website fell right into your lap and it fell right into me and so like then I went to ABN met a bunch of people and kind of networked through them and kind of like um, you know kind of fell it's worked into out the, well yeah no porn, you've met porn career friends and out like of it and... but I met friends but I I met so many people not just you know I met so many famous people and so but the reason why I'm friends with them because I don't treat them as famous you know it's yeah. like. You know, like I think all famous people know that that you're all the same person still. Like until, but I think I don't know from the outside. Other people looking assume people change. Maybe some people do. I don't yeah, know. some people. I mean, yeah, I there's, yeah, there's definitely some, some people definitely yeah, do. Yeah, that's the thing. That is change, a thing. But like, yeah. I never really look at people as you know the form and fame and fortune. And like, I don't even think about that. No, you know? I never once have. I yeah. not even with like it's. I, yeah. I think. Everyone's different on this. Some people just that's what they think. It's that's like, oh like, my god, that guy's really famous. They think that's you know? like the key to life. Yeah, and you're like Jesus. Are you that fucking lost? That has nothing to do with anything. No, like, when you die, yeah. that does not matter. Like uh, it yeah. doesn't matter one bit. But but uh, I think what was it? What, so what's your I love favorite? I the great outdoors. The great outdoors. I actually got the poster. I'm putting it at the townhouse. Oh, you did? Yeah, I had it here, and I I had it. The the frame had broke. It's a big one. Okay, and uh, and I. I was like, you know what? I don't have room. I put another one up in place of it when it was down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, I want to hang that up somewhere. I got to find the right because I have motivational stuff all around the house, uh-huh. and then it's gonna be the great outdoors. Absolutely. And I, but I, I might just keep that in the living room even just because yeah. it just makes me when I see it, I smile. I love John Candy. Okay. Yeah, I think I, mine is so stupid. It's like I like beer fest. Okay. Uh, or basketball. By basketball is a great. Movie. Yeah, That's... I love those are my favorite movies. Um, the games I usually play, I actually like role playing games, so I play a lot of Final Fantasy games a lot. I played Final a Fantasy, little bit of Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy Seven is my favorite, obviously. Um, I think most people are, but um, I've been playing actually Final is that Fantasy Super Nintendo. Uh, Final Fantasy Seven? Really? No, it's uh, PlayStation. PlayStation. Final Fantasy Seven? Yeah, that's yeah. Play, that's play, okay. That's I, think I played one of the Final Fantasies. All I, like I got into it oh. for one. I can't remember what. If it was Super it start, Nintendo, it started. Well, I, it was when Titanic came out. Ninety-seven had to have been Super Nintendo still because it was before the. Well, uh, PlayStation was out in ninety-seven. I think I didn't. I never had a PlayStation. Oh, okay, though, but it, was it on any other consoles? I think it was. Um, maybe I'm thinking maybe it was one before that. Maybe it was. Maybe Nintendo. Maybe it could nah no because Titanic movie was out or Ge- what about Genesis? Did the yeah. I had the Sega, Sega. I had the Sega Dream. That, uh, oh, Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That didn't work out too well. No, it didn't that was work my out. first time going with a really like, like a big system. And I was 
no games kept coming, and I was just like, oh, shit. I think that was when my video game days kind of came to an end. Oh, really? I had, I, had a, I had the Xbox after that, and then I got a PS4 here. Okay. Upstairs. I, I have Grand Theft Auto. I played it a couple times. Yeah. I'm like, I was like, I was... I was like, I can't get into this because I I just know it's irrelevant to anything going on. Like, I can't even relax. It's a time waster. You yeah. Know? yeah. I think as you get older, you realize yeah. that. But, like, I've been... It would be fun to, like, sit down and play, like, a game of Madden against somebody or yeah. something. That, I still play Madden. Yeah. I still play Madden. Everybody. That, to me, would be games. fun, like, yeah. to play a game with a, like, with a bunch of people and it's, you're hanging out. A, actually, I have, like, a little like, game party or something like yeah, that. Yeah. That's always fun. We used to do that with uh, Nintendo 64. Smash with, Brothers? Um, we the baseball team used to play Smash Brothers tournaments on, okay. the, on the road. Yeah, and then um, NWO versus W WCW versus NWO Revenge oh, yeah, that's... was the like most badass video yes. game at that time. And uh, I was always big Papa Pump in that game. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking met we, we we I had buddies. We'd get together. It was just playing that game for hours, and that that was the only time in my life I did that with a wrestling game. So. Uh, maybe, what do you think, do one or two more? We can even save some of these questions for next week. Yeah, we can it, save it. There's a lot Shit, we can save some of these of questions. questions for the next month. Yeah. Do you, do you see anyone that catches your eye? Um, I'll do one more from Chewy0327. With all the current wrestlers saying they don't want their kids to take it up, where do you stand and why? I'm not aware of any wrestlers saying that. I don't know, maybe, I'm sure a lot have. Um... I don't know. I would want my kids to do what made them happy, though. Mm-hmm. And I would try not to... I think that's... I'm not a parent, obviously. So, right now, I'm a dog, doggy parent. But um, I don't think that you can... I don't think you should tell your kids what to do. But again, it's not my place to tell other parents how to raise their kids. Yeah. And there's some parents that are doctors that want their kids to be doctors, too. Or lawyers and things of that nature. I would uh, just try to educate my kid on being a good human being and mm-hmm. making good decisions, having a positive mindset and let him decide to do what his brain yeah, wants him to my, do or she wants to do. My, my father, he, he was actually, a, he was a mechanic. Yeah. He, uh, he's a mechanic and he actually taught me some of the basics. I actually helped him fix cars when I was yeah, younger. I don't know shit about cars. But he, he actually came up, he told me, he's like, I don't want to teach you to be a, I don't, I don't want to teach you how to fix a car because I don't want you to become a mechanic because it's hard work. Yeah, and you know I don't want you to because he hurts some like there's times where like a jack would it be fall. dangerous. Yeah, it's yeah. dangerous, and so he didn't want me to go. He 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 would tell me the negatives, but I still I learned how to change my oil, how to change my basic brakes. things, are the, basic the things. things yeah. So like I'm aware of like you know like changing an air compressor I can't do. Yeah, I need someone else, which unfortunately took three days and four days, but finally got it and it's working. Yeah, so but. There, there's things that I can do and can't do, and I think that's what, at least my father taught me is like, learn how to do things. I think I mentioned this in the previous podcast, but learn how things work and, and do things, yeah. do some research, to at least know what you're getting into. Have a basic, yeah, have yeah. a basic understanding yeah. of how things. It's the same thing, like for you know, like you can teach, you know, if you have a kid or something like that, you can teach them. It's like you know, all right, these are positive things, these are negative things. You know, you let them. Give them all the, yeah. the facts on it. Do your best to educate them. Exactly. And then let, let them make a decision when the time is right. Exactly. And if that's something they want to do or if they change their mind, then you go with it. I think you're just being a supportive parent is the mm-hmm. best thing you could do. Exactly. But again, I'm not a parent, so I may in, but I, that would be my philosophy going in if, if I did. So Yeah. But with that, 
pretty pretty decent show today. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, you got anything? I was gonna, are you all right if I do a song for the plug? Yeah, plugs? you mentioned you mentioned the song earlier. That's still hungry by Adelita's Adelita's way. Uh-huh. Adelita's way from I, the uh, the Rampage soundtrack. Yeah, I believe it's from the Rampage. Somebody, a fan, actually sent me and said, "Hey, I think you'd like this." And okay. I, Download it and I go fucking love this. Nice. I listen to it like ten times. When you find a new song and you just listen to it, yeah, you over and over again. Yeah, I'll hate it by the time this podcast comes out. <laughs> no, if we could plug that song in and anything you want to plug to wrap up this week. Um, AsianJoe.com. Check it out. Um, I got. I haven't. Been, I've been busy, but I'm gonna start blogging again. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram, Webmaster Joe, um, and that's what I have. Good deal. For all fan mail for myself, please send to P.O. Box 752740, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136. Check out Amazon merchandise for Feed Me More, Feed Me More Nutrition, the big guy Ryback on Amazon, under Feed Me More or Feed Me More Nutrition. Feed Me More Nutrition available on FeedMeMore.com, Amazon, and eBay. And in Las Vegas at Spartan Nutrition and Wise Chiropractic in South Las Vegas. For personal video shout-outs from myself, Go to bookcameo.com slash thebigguyryback. All professional wrestling bookings, please contact Paula at bookthebigguy at yahoo.com. Wake Up, It's Feeding Time, my motivational book available on Amazon in paperback, audible, and Kindle formats. Fuel Meals, my personal meal prep service. I use, uh, say, 15%. I'm a little off today. I'm reading my, I didn't do plugs last week, so now I lost my flow. With discount code the big guy, save 15% at fuelmeals.com. For social media, check out at CWTBG and at Ryback22 on Twitter, at Feed Me More Nutrition on Facebook, at the Big Guy Ryback22 on Instagram, at Feed Me More Nutrition on Instagram, and Ryback247 on Snapchat. You guys have just listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy. Bye bye. Thank you guys. Feed me more.